0: Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made
1: it weird. With, with Pete Holmes.
2: What's <laughs> happening, weirdos? Another amazing uh, episode. This was recorded a little while ago. You can tell because we're, I think we're talking about the either the Emmys or the Golden Globes. I, I don't really... Remember which season it was, or when those are, to be honest. But uh, Josh Gondelman has opened for me many times. He's a hilarious writer and comedian, and a just a great guy, very interesting guy. And we had a very, he has one of the best, hardest laugh stories ever. I'll tell you that. I remember that for sure. <laughs> so uh, you're going to want to get on Spotify immediately after this and listen to a certain song and laugh again. So uh, enjoy, let's get into it. The ad uh, is MeUndies, one of my new favorite uh, sponsors. I think you know this, that 90%, that's the percent of your life that you're in your underwear, 90%, and it gets old, fast, obviously. You know the feeling of putting on old, saggy underwear, and you need to know the feeling of great-fitting underwear that is two times softer than cotton. You need to know about MeUndies.com. MeUndies is the most comfortable underwear you will ever wear, and it's insane how good they make you feel. I actually have several pairs. Thank you for sending them. And then I went back and bought more because these are incredibly soft, incredibly good-fitting drawers. It doesn't say to say drawers. I'm saying drawers. But don't go to me drawers. It's meundies.com. And now MeUndies isn't just for guys. They have launched their All of Me Women's Collection, a four-piece line of undies designed specifically for the female body and all of its complex, gorgeous-as-hell glory. So check out photos for yourself at meundies.com. Go to meandes.com slash weird to get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That, you get to save even more when you buy a pack. They guarantee you're gonna be happy with them, or your first pair is free. Once you go MeUndies, you're never gonna go back. So go to MeUndies.com/slash/weird. Support the show and support your business. I made that up too. I hope they're okay with that. I'm, all right, they're really great. All right, enjoy Josh Gondelman, everybody. And a little note: uh, we normally do uh, Josh and I will do the Thanksgiving show in Boston at the Paradise, and uh, it's a bummer. It's sad for me that we're not doing it this year. I am happy that it's because we're shooting the pilot here in New York with Judd and it's going amazing. I don't know if you can tell my voice is kind of gone because we had like a big scene yesterday and it went well and it's such a great feeling that people are laughing and feeling feelings and, you know, just having a good time and a good vibe with the actors and the crew and I'm so thrilled, but I am bummed that we're not doing the Paradise show. I'll make it up to you, Boston, somehow. We'll have a special show. And we'll do it again. All right, guys. Enjoy. Josh Gondelman. How
1: are you, man? Good. Great to see glad you. Nice to see you. How are you? Good.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. just having one of those um, I'm a little behind today, you know? Sure. That's why I moved from 1.30 to 2. And I'm glad you both could. Yeah, thank you. Here Thanks. I am emailing Katie thinking she should be here. We're, not, we're a full-time Aristotle team these days. Excellent. Which is how? Well, I can't state a preference either way because that would be me and to Katie. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm just kind of all over the place, which is fine. You looking for the? Oh, I see it. Plug that in. Boom. Thank
1: you. That's well, thanks better. for thanks for having me in.
2: Yeah, <laughs> of course, man. What are you doing in
1: town again? I came in to. Sorry, I'm at the. I'm going to the Emmys on Sunday. Because. Because I'm nominated as a writer for, for Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. With
2: John Oliver. With John
1: Oliver. <laughs> uh, so that's. So- Oreo pizza that's good He's he's got a hard one to do he's got like kind of a hybrid accent yeah because if you're not like if you don't hear a lot of british accents you hear it and go british And yeah then you try to do it and you're like no this yeah. is all over the place it's something different yeah it's uh it's singular it is
2: it's its own thing yeah well, he's, th- he's
1: wonderful yeah oh he's the best there's I, shit like, on him
2: <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be great if you just just like
1: him. this is where i tell all
2: yeah <laughs> You came on a public podcast to just shit on yep, John. my boss, your boss, A
1: beloved human yeah. being and extraordinarily talented person. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, is that your first? Forgive me. No, that's okay. Is that your
1: first writing job? No, my, I did a little bit for Billy on the Street, but it wasn't. That's like a not thing. written. <laughs> what is that like? It was. I was mostly a packet I did from home. I mean, like a, did
2: you have to, like, anticipate what he might... Yeah,
1: it was, like, punishments for people who failed the tasks, like pitches for games, pitches uh-huh. for questions and stuff. So, And was... did
2: you ever have, like, little jokes? Like, if you see a lady in a banana-colored hat, be like, hey, banana head.
1: It was stuff like that. It was a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, if, if if a group of people are there, uh, uh, yell Red Rover. You know, just, like, silly yeah, sure. things like that. Um, that, the... that stuff
2: still gives me anxiety when I was on... I, I This is strange to admit, but when we were looking at uh, writing packets for my old talk show, yep. I actually would – it's not true that I would throw them away, but I would be wary <laughs> of a writer that was like, Pete goes into a needle factory oh, and yeah. pokes his eyes into the needles. <laughs> and I'm always – I was always worried that everyone would love it and I would end up doing it. Yeah. And then you just died. Yeah. <laughs> like on a I, series yeah. of escalating stuff. I mean, I hurt myself more than Fallon. <laughs> He's always
1: hurting himself. I know.
2: <laughs> it's, I, know. Uh, I guess we shouldn't make fun. He, he almost lost his finger. I know.
1: And then there was, and then he, he was more chipped his tooth. He was, uh, did he? Yeah, he was opening his finger medication because oh, he, he. no! And then he chipped his tooth. Yeah, he, see, I wasn't even
2: referencing that one. He just always seems to have like a sling or some sort of oh, eye yeah. patch. Yeah, he's a he's a rough and tumble man. He
1: he goes after it.
2: Yeah, he goes he commits. hard. He goes yeah. hard. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> commits. <laughs> and I, you know, I hated. I really hate is a strong word, but when we were doing things like. Uh, found humor where you're out in the sure. wild and you're you're trying to just kind of see where it is. What they what no one ever told me and what I had to learn for myself and what I'm sure Billy knows and, and anybody that does that sort of stuff is like, it's like you're not funny 99% of the yeah. time and then you cut together the 1%.
1: But that 99% feels so bad when it's happening it's to me.
2: So Oh, to me too. And it's so long. We did one of the th- first things we did for the pilot, it didn't make it, but we... Uh, we went around Montreal Mm -hmm. and I I gave a tour to people and we needed a tour group and they all ended up being like German or some shit. And so like they didn't even understand me and worse, they wanted a tour. Oh no. (laughs) So it's like a comedy tour and I'm like, this is the boner patrol, blah, blah. I can't do anything. I'm looking at note cards that say like, Maybe something about cobblestone streets make you feel like you're time-traveling. And I say that, and, like, God love them, but some guy named Hans or some... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to pick, like, a traditional name, not, like, a tease name. Right. Is just kind of like... They were heckling me. Yeah. They were literally like, Where, where's the tour? Your history
1: is flawed. Yeah, exactly. We want real history. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can give till <laughs> And we leave out... I our, read a book. We Did leave you our, read a book? <laughs> Please leave out 1940.
1: Uh, just the 30s through the 50s. Maybe don't mention what was happening in the world. Just probably Canada was just chilling, <laughs> relaxing.
2: Focus on the old stuff. <laughs> what was Canada doing during during World War? They must
1: II? have been participating in a hockey tournament. Hey,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, USA, <laughs> USA. What were we doing?
1: During World War II? We were waiting. We were mixing it up. Oh, we We, waited. We waited. Then we got in.
2: Well, we got in. But. When the getting was good.
1: Yeah. We We were terrible. We waited till kind of the last possible minute.
2: That's not how we tell it. Why are you so much louder than mine? I'm I'm bellowing.
1: (laughs) 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 That is one of the reasons.
2: Bellowing is a great word.
1: Yeah, that's what I do. If I have a couple drinks, I'll just like exuberantly bellow. Yeah, I'm a very... Um, it, it just turns... It's like whiskey is like a volume knob. Oh, <laughs> really? Me. Yeah.
2: That's interesting. That sounds horrible because you're already so loud to me. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, just, I'm just kidding. But you are... It's just right.:
1: Mo- Most people I don't have in headphones. What am yeah, I, that's just, true. Or, that's how I socialize. Excuse me, put these headphones it would be so in. so much gonna...
2: better if we could. I'm, so Brian Regan just did the podcast and we were talking about the pleasure of doing stand-up mm-hmm. is that like, no one goes like, nachos, in the middle of your punchline. <laughs> so like a podcast is similarly great Cause you're like it's just no one ever ever has to say turn your phone off. Right. It's just assumed we're yes. recording a thing, so it is a special kind of bubble place.
1: I'm probably better behaved on podcasts in terms of like checking my phone than I am at any other point.
2: It's better than an airplane.
1: Better than airplane. I'll
2: sneak it on. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't work. It doesn't certain, work. I'll,
1: when they when those wheels hit, airplane mode is off. Oh, I don't yeah. wait for them to tell me. I've
2: just started. Turning it on just before. Whoa!
1: Oh, when you get you feel you see like oh, there's buildings. Yep.
2: (laughs) No, not that's a douche move, I think, (laughs) because you know when you're in your car and someone's phone is looking for a signal and your radio is like.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You're worried about that with the plane.
2: I don't want them to be like "Mm, it's okay (laughs) to just make sure you don't. (laughs) And And you're like like, sail at (laughs) the (laughs) gap. Yeah. What am I gonna? What do we think is on our phones? What do we think is gonna be there?
1: It's not there. I just like connecting with people uh and i so it's digitally. Like, digitally and in person i mean i guess i could just talk to the person next to me like when it were about to land and just be like hey did you miss me while i was gone yeah. <laughs> like whatever it is <laughs> but it's nice to have a text or like a nice email especially if you're anticipating something
2: yeah which is kind of always
1: yeah that's i i love that i'm like i'm one of those i'm like kind of unapologetically connected to things and i feel like oh you're great at liking, f- uh, faving tweets. I like, I feel like there's no downside. You throw around a lot of faves. I threw around a lot of faves. I, it's almost... I like it. It's Thank you. It makes me glad. Oh, I, I'm glad it makes you glad. Yeah. Sometimes people see that and they go, oh, you favor a ton of tweets. I'm like...
2: Whoa. Well, who is the lunatic? I just saw that you fave... For all intensive purposes, <laughs> I could have just been like, I could have interpreted that as you fave my tweets. Right. Well, sometimes people see like, that. You... But that's the they... lunatic that goes and what else? Oh, he faves everything. And yeah. Then, Who fucking cares? Slut. <laughs> yeah, you're a fave slut. It's like, come on, man. Nobody okay. loses. I've gotten that before back in the day. I don't read my old at replies no mo. Mm-hmm. which is a little sad because every once in a while there'd be a great guest request or and something.
1: There used to be one that was, there used to be a tab that you could click for just people you know.
2: Yeah, there and is. that was
1: fun, but I think that's gone now.
2: There's the verified tab. But
1: that's – I look, I know a lot of unverified people. I, I don't know, mean to, to slum it, but
2: <laughs> – No, I do too. A good number of our, our friends in comedy never bothered yeah, to or verified like verified or whatever. Yeah,
1: friends in comedy, friend, uh, col- a couple of college friends sure. that we interact that way. And so it's it's nice to see, I, but I like people you know. But now it's just like, oh, it's so much did the
2: trolls win? If I'm not reading, my at replies. G-. I don't think so. It just seems better. I used to really be into it. I, that's how I started my day. Mm-hmm. That's how I ended. My oh day. yeah, me too. That's how I spent every moment of the day. Yep, <laughs> <I>
1: mean, it's <laughs> it's insane. I do I do the same thing. I'm like very enmeshed in that.
2: But why? I, I mean, that's see, that's the thing. Like, I haven't gotten a lot of these, but I've uh, you get like uh, you're funny. Very rarely you'll get like I have a crush on you. Something like mm-hmm. exciting like that. I yeah. suppose. And then very, very rarely you'll get someone that's like, I want to fuck your dick. Mm-hmm. Very, That's like once or twice in my life. Sure. Even the, So let's say that that's the best it can be. <laughs> what are you going to do? Someone
1: reads 12 words you wrote. It was like, I want to fuck your dick. I want to fuck this
2: <laughs> guy's fuck. dick. Yep. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to fly to Missouri. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, or... You're gonna sleep I guess you're gonna sleep With somebody who just Tweeted
1: at you Right I tell my girlfriend I'm going out for eggs
2: Yeah I'll be right back Why do you have a bag Stuffed with dildos (laughs) Well
1: uh, Uh I'm sorry to borrow Your dildos
0: First of
2: all I stuff the bag Then I stuff The girl And she's like Is that wrong to say (laughs) I was gonna say Stuff the bag But I didn't want to Call her the bag Oh sure So then I said The girl And that sounded worse Yeah
1: I guess girl uh, I
2: should have called her A bag (laughs) And I stuffed the bag. There we go. Yeah, there it is. We did it. Let's edit it. First, I filled the bag. I'm just kidding. We don't have that. <laughs> and I filled the bag. And I made it fill, so it's not as bad. <laughs> stuff the bag, take three. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: oh,
2: I just watched the Ray Donovan pilot. Did you watch that? I haven't seen it. It was all right. Okay. But there's a thing in it that I've been wanting to talk
1: oh, about. Oh, okay. I was like... This is
2: good. All I'm going to say, the episode Please. is called The Bag or the Bat.
1: Okay, you can, I mean.
2: It's not a big spoiler. Okay. No, I don't mind at all. I appreciate that, but there are probably people out there that are like. Oh, true. I'm not going to watch Ray Donovan until I get my PhD. <laughs> <laughs> That's their reward. <laughs> so I don't want to ruin that guy's life. Yep. But Ray Donovan, the episode is called The Bag or the Bat. Okay, look, it's a small thing, but either I ruin it for you now. hmm Or the episode itself will ruin it for you because it's not good this moment. Good show, but a weird moment. Or just skip ahead 30 seconds. I'll make it fast. So he catches a guy doing a bad thing Mm -hmm. and he's like, I'll give you the bag or the bat. And it's kind of like a perverse thing. Yeah. Not a violent thing, but like a kind of a pervert. He's like, bag or the bat, man. And obviously you're not going to pick the bat. Right. Because Lev Shriver, leave?
1: Lev? Leave? Lev? I think it's leave. I don't know. A leave? A (laughs) leave Shriver. Hello, I'm Aleve Schreiber here to take your headaches away and beat up hooligans in a pseudo-Boston accent.
0: Aleve Schre- it, Schreiber. It's
2: very pseudo. Very pseudo. They dip in and out at their leisure. Yeah,
1: that's great. Just have them be from anywhere else or have them be from Boston without an accent. Some of us are. Yeah. Both here of are us. are Yep, absolutely. No accent. <laughs> nope, not at all. I can
2: be a tough guy. Yep. Bag of the bat. <laughs> That got
1: like a yeah. little Boston. Though. Yeah, I did. And there's not even like
2: ours in there. I it's know. Just... But they they'll try. Well, let's let's after this, we're gonna rank the worst Boston
1: X. I'd love to. All
2: right. But leave Shriver sitting on it and goes bag of the bat, you pervert. You've been doing a perverted thing, and I'm a enforcer. And the guy goes, I'll take the bag. Sure. So the episode, Josh Gonelman, is called Bag of the Bat. Right. So you're like, this is this is the moment. The bag is filled with dye, and he makes him take a bath in green dye. So he's momentarily dyed green. Like an Easter egg. Like an, yeah, he passes him. <laughs> he puts him on the little wire and dips him into green. It's not like permanent. Nope. He is naked, so it's a little bit weird that he has to take a bath in front of a leaf shriver. <laughs> But then he gets up, and he's green, and it's like, and you see the guy later.
1: Yeah, and Again, he's not green anymore. And he's not
2: green anymore. So it's clearly like, you're going to be green for 24 hours, you,
1: tops. You know what he thought of that bag of dye idea? He was like, this is going to be so fucking cool when I do it to right? somebody. But guy,
2: like, tough guys, not that creative. No. He knew Bat was good. Bat, Bat's a classic. Ah! Bat- is a headliner. Yeah. You hit a guy with a bat Ooh. people are like eating manicotti yeah. and clapping. And... It.
1: People request bat. Yeah, they love bats. <laughs> Do bat they too see it. Bad again. <laughs> I bet when people say see Joe Pesci on the street, they just yes. request that he beat
2: someone with a bat. Would you beat me would you beat my son with this bat, Mr <laughs> Pesci? Sure, I'd love to beat your son <laughs> He's yelling, not the sun. The sun's only applauding yeah. as his legs become...
1: He's excited.
2: Like a coat hanger that got run over. Oh, oh poor boy, legs. Too much on the legs, Besh. <laughs> Spread it out. Uh, spoiler, he ends up getting the bat as well in the episode, and that's fun. Yeah. I guess that's the a pretty bag, big spoiler. bag full of dying. <laughs> but the, I'm, thank you. I've been dying. That's so bad. Okay, Look. It's fine. It's not. No, it, I agree with you. It's bad. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. But don't call the episode Bag of the Bag. No, that's. And it's the pilot. Yep. Get to know Ray Donovan. Yeah. He's going to be like a non-traditional guy who kicks the shit or he'll have a wacky other option.
1: Yeah. This is like the trick or treat of Enforcers. Right. Like the bag might as well have been full of like Almond joys or some other third rate candy. should have taken
2: him. <laughs> Mounds. 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 Yeah. No almond even. Nope. It's just joy. I'm just joy. He should have taken him to the back of a barn and made him smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. <laughs>
1: The bat of detention. <laughs> he just has to write, I will not be a sex criminal a hundred times on a blackboard. The bag of the blackboard. What do you want?
0: May <laughs> And it wasn't even close. No.
2: What could be in the bag? There could be something. It's a, there, I, well, that's <laughs> true. The bag has two bats. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the death by bomba joke. Yeah, yeah you yeah. want the bag? All right. <laughs> two little bats, so it takes longer. <laughs>
1: Oh! <laughs> he just plays along. It's oh! like the the stuck-in-the-middle-with-you scene from Reservoir Dogs. Gifty just ah! plays the drum fill in the air tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when I was a kid and I got that little souvenir bat at Fenway, yeah. there was part of me, no bit, That probably thought maybe at some point I'd play in a miniature baseball game. Oh. (laughs) You know (laughs) what I mean? It was like I better get the equipment for the magical baseball game that's coming up. One of
1: those tiny Sunday hats.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta eat the Sunday, the game's coming up. (laughs) And you put the hat on. Now, before we get to the worst Boston accents ever, what is your relationship to the Red Sox and all that sort of stuff?
1: I am I have – I, like, don't like how much I like it. You're into it big. I am. But mm. with the Red Sox oh, no, no No, no, You know I'm not. When they're we'll bad, judge. I pull back. Like, the Red Sox were bad this season, and I was not, like – I didn't follow it closely. It didn't because cause it me was... heartache.
2: Uh-huh. When well, they're bad, because I – Is it because – why?
1: Why did it not did hurt? Did not hurt because – I just like when they're good. So I kind of keep an eye on it, and then if it seems like it'll be fun, yeah. I follow harder. So – but like I'm in with the Patriots, so the Patriots there have been an upheaval with the deflated yeah, balls. I
2: don't read the articles, but I see a lot of headlines.
1: People that don't. Like, Tom people, Brady yeah. and gate. People are mad at him.
2: Deflate the. He's so good looking, <laughs> and the balls too flat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking cares. You said you didn't read the articles.
2: I because that. that sounds
1: like a direct quote from here, Sports Illustrated. Uh,
2: <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I actually uh, taught. I met a quarterback, and he told me we talked about it briefly and he was talking about how he likes his balls
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is funny it'll never not be funny Uh, it's the best i
2: didn't see it coming nope (laughs) i thought we were just gonna talk about i i didn't try to
1: lead you into that
2: (laughs) no i feel like i did a magic trick to myself (laughs) that was my card got my nose
0: (laughs) i have my nose
2: You always have your nose. Yep, and he's wearing You can. (laughs) Somebody get me a mirror.
1: (laughs) I just need to check.
2: Do I have my nose on my? I'm turning my phone to selfie. (laughs) (laughs) The the new modern mirror. Mm -hmm. So he likes some firm. Yeah, this guy I was talking to, and then Tom Brady apparently likes some little squeezy Mm -hmm. squeeze.
1: Yeah. Huh? That's exactly it.
2: I would have to think you wanted squeezy squeeze so you can get a good grip on it. I th- it some of really it probably depends it. on how
1: big your hands are too.
2: How big is a Brady hand?
1: Probably big. He's a big guy.
2: Big old dick. I guess so. It's kind of coming out of the cup. <laughs> it's, like, it's like
1: swirled in there like dog
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of like a hose, Just you're a not soft using. serve dick. Yeah, and then you put the draw strap on your hat for your mini baseball game.
1: Half chocolate. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> and down the middle.
0: Down the middle.
2: He's like 2 faced in his pants. <laughs> it's down the middle, the long way. He's chocolate vanilla <laughs> on his dick.
1: The worst dick Ooh. in history. <laughs> but it's very big. It's big, but yeah. big in a horrifying way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Patriots I'm in with forever, and I will defend Tom. I bought like one of those free Brady shirts while he was suspended. Why? I'm super uh, – yes. because –
2: Why are you uh, defending him?
1: Because – my grandmother got very sick last year, and all that she could kind of plan to do was watch the Patriots. Like, you know, when you're in the hospital, it's just kind of like when people visit you, yeah. which my, my parents, my dad, and his two siblings were at the hospital. One of the three of them would be there 24-7, mm-hmm. which was, like, really beautiful and mm. wonderful. But the only thing she could plan to do was watch the Patriots. It was, like, into fall, uh, early fall into late fall. So she put off her chemo the first day of chemo they're like we're going to give you chemo on thursday and she goes can we start it friday the patriots are playing tonight oh wow and then she this this will take a dark turn uh and then it'll come out again
2: it's like brady's dick <laughs>
1: <laughs> so my grandmother passed away in December. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, December. we're in the dark
0: part of <laughs> the Dick.
1: <laughs> it's about to swirl. Yeah, uh, my so they and you were
2: close. Clearly, we
1: were close, and I I was close in,
2: family in general. It's not like a small you're
1: family. Small, but my like I have a sister and a, parents and a two aunts and an uncle. And then there's an extended family that I don't, that are wonderful. Yeah. I just don't see them very often. So I'm very close with like my parents, sister.
2: Yeah. And here's his grandma.
1: And she, my last grandparent. Yep. And she passed away and my, it was expected. It was right after, it was the Monday after Thanksgiving. So I just worked with you. Yeah. I remember.
2: I feel like you talked. We might've talked about it. You might've even said it on stage, talked about your grandma postponing her. her I might've said that. Yeah.
1: yeah so it
2: sounded familiar.
1: So she, that happened. And then she passed away the following Monday and I got the text that was – like, and I'd gone home to New York. Yeah, And I came back. I said, they said, come, come back. And I said, well, do you want me to come tonight? They said, no, wait till tomorrow morning. And then I got a text an hour later that said the Nana requested to be cremated, which is not in accordance with Jewish tradition. But she had had the forethought to get a signed letter from a rabbi that said she could still be buried next to her older son who passed away.
2: Did they bury the ashes? Or they, they bury the ashes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so why cremate?
1: Uh, she just didn't. She just wanted it that way.
2: Like get it over with, kind of. Yeah, and yeah. she
1: was cremated. They said, "Do you have any special uh, items of clothing you want? She we should want to be buried with." My aunt said, "Well, Josh got her this Brady jersey that was hanging in her hospital room mm. for the last like two months. You know, while well, she was in the hospital, so let's send her with a jersey." So my grandmother is literally cremated
0: in the with, jersey in the,
1: or beside it, one or the other, and uh, so I drove home the next morning and I told my parents, I said, and it was really emotional for me. I felt very what if close to like, her.
2: Can I get the jersey back? Well, I, like, said,
1: I, I said, I told my dad, I go, when I, it was his mother, I said, when I, Got that text from mom. I started crying because I'd spent like a hundred dollars on that replica <laughs> jersey. And my parents thought it was, you know, my dad laughed, and I was like, okay, that's a pretty good joke if you can make your dad laugh at the death of his mother yeah, within yeah, 24 yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's, it's a in solid, the 24 hours,
2: that's the only time I try out material. Yeah. Just I find grieving people. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just work it out on the one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically material about their dead relatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It has it, and then I learn about them. It's a weird pilot. It's beautiful. That I'm doing. Yeah, it's very. I'm like, very... Uh, tell me a little bit about them. This fall on TNT, yeah. the eulogist. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: they die, he kills. <laughs> oh, my God. We're selling it. Yep. <laughs> they die, he kills. They die. And then we go around and we do 10, 15 minutes about the dead person. At the
0: funeral. <laughs>
2: At the funeral. Hi, I didn't meet them. There's cameras. It's like the worst. <laughs> it's the worst thing.
1: People are just booing,
2: <laughs> crying. Who were, wanted this? <laughs> so she went uh, into into cremation with the, the jersey. jersey. So
1: then they won the Super Bowl in February, and I I was at a party. Is with, this
2: like an Angels in the outfield? Thing? It, it's the
1: opposite. <laughs> where I was like, I I went to. I was at this party, and I for, I kind of was like, it was in mind when I left. I was at my girlfriend's apartment. We didn't live together at the time. Now we do. Uh, I left to go to this party and I texted my girlfriend after I left her apartment. I was like, oh, this is going to be really emotional. And I didn't realize. Mm. So I kind of, I was wrapped up in the game. It's a really good game. And then when they, it it looked like they were about to lose. And I said to the whole party, I was like, oh, uh, I forgot to mention this. But like, no matter what happens, when the game ends, I will probably start crying. Mm. And they were like, what? I was like, I'll explain later <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. they won kind of that last second interception uh on the goal line or second se- t- uh second yard pass from uh, russell wilson and they got the interception the game ended a couple plays later and i was just like really overwhelmed with emotion so that and and i felt it was the opposite it wasn't like she's watching over me it was like come on she missed this she would have loved
2: this uh, you know so
1: it was uh come
2: on let's go into your brain right now yeah and change it that you saw a swirl of ashes <laughs> over Foxborough <laughs> That's Stadium. That's the Tom Brady's dick like, of ashes. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw a swirl of ashes, a cloud of ashes wearing the jersey. Yeah. Get the interception. I,
1: I liked it, though. That I I felt that made me feel closer to her, though, to be yeah. like, oh, this is like, she would have liked this. It was like a comforting thought to me. Yeah, and but, it, it
2: hurt. Right. Yeah, of course. And I'm so sorry. No, for
1: no, no. Thank you. I appreciate your saying so. And, and so the first game of the season was Thursday and I was like oh I'm going to watch as much of this game as I can just like it because it made me feel it, it was like a family thing and right. and it, my dad and my sister and I all text during Patriots games so mm. it's like a very lovely um, kind of remembrance even when we're not talking about her
2: I think there's something first of all I'd like to get back to your grandma I'm going to write down more about Grammy but I think there's something I'm fascinated with uh, cults mm-hmm. I'm fascinated with um, leaders and, yeah brainwashing and -hmm. i'm not even saying brainwashing in a bad way but no 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 i'm just saying uh, because i'm about to put it to sports please because what i'm hearing you say is that there be there comes a point of human emotion clan identification but mostly pathos mostly like um, uh, ethos i guess mostly just feelings like
0: strong
2: deaths grandma Mm -hmm. jerseys and and passion and Tradition and and normally I shit on sports. I'm sure you've heard me shit on. sports. Yeah, I'm yeah. not shitting. No, sports. I don't think so at all. I'm talking about like the thing you all did together. So then here's your leader, Tom Brady. Sure, the leader of the cult. Yeah, if we're going with the cult metaphor. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and I'm just saying it's it's similar. He can be wrong, mm-hmm. and you're still gonna say we yeah. don't care.
1: I was I was thinking about what it would take for me to turn and be like, I don't like this guy. Yeah, I think either he would have to commit like a hate crime yeah or would have to <clears throat> against call...
2: his own dick because he's like i don't <laughs> like half of this dick <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, um or like specifically disavow my grandmother's love of the patriots yeah <laughs> would be like k k gondelman carolina gondelman you mean nothing to me and i would be like even then, I'd be like, it's kind of nice that he gave her a shout-out. Or you could say <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know He doesn't know, he doesn't her, know how much like, he cared. It yeah. just
2: seems like one of my foes listened to me on yeah. Pete's podcast. <laughs> Why they remember that. <laughs> and them, then they pass that. it on to Tom how Brady. They have access to Tom Brady? Why is a person with access to Tom Brady wasting their time? <laughs> it's <laughs> their it's time
1: nice to be considered, honestly. Me?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's nice to be chosen. But, I, you know, I, I just watched this video online, and it, it's been sticking with me. And it's a, uh, you know, a fundamentalist Christian holding their Bible and saying, if... If the Bible said two plus two equals five, mm-hmm. I would find a way to believe that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even hesitate to yeah. say there must be the truth in this. And uh, of course, and then it cuts to Bill Nye, and Bill Nye is like, that's just fucking bullshit, sure. and, and he storms away. And it's actually kind of I, – I loved Bill in that moment, and I feel for the guy – uh, uh, you know, being somebody that used to believe in the in in the magic of mm-hmm. the book, being like this almost like fell from the sky on a parachute, and if it's in there, it's true, sort of thing, as as opposed to hey, Gil, my belief of it being written by people in a culture and a mm-hmm. time and all that sort of stuff and a perspective. Uh, but here's that guy, and he's kind of in that place, and 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 now, but here you are yeah. going. This Tom Brady is a cheat, mm-hmm. and again, no ju- There's no judgment. Nope. I, I'm not calling the I guy with the Bible no, no, an no. idiot. And I'm not saying you're like him and I'm not saying you're an idiot. I'm saying, whoa, when we start mixing up right. all those feelings, we
1: start to put number two
2: as reasonable truth.
1: Yeah. Yes, for <laughs> sure. I'm, there's, I, I'm not 100% sure that he did the things that he's being accused. I think the NFL as an organization, there's so much like, there it's there are so many problems with how that is handled like discipline yeah. in general with the NFL and those kind of internal investigations. So I'm not totally sold that he did the things that he's accused of, but even if he did, I would still be like, well, you know, that like brought so much comfort to someone I love so much and I can never like really disavow it. because that doesn't like I mean I guess you can say on a uh, on a butterfly flaps its wings level if he cheated to win a game, then it took joy away from someone else in the same way that it brought it to me. But
2: well, that's – and therein lies the passion of the other right, side. Right, When right, people right. are like,
1: Brady, yeah.
2: cheetah, right. you fuck – because they robbed on that day. Yep. Another dying grandma. Sure. Was postponing her chemo. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm not – again, it's no, disrespectful. No, it's, it's totally – But you brought it up. It's That's the empathy of the other side. Yeah. Some – what team were they playing when they won that game?
1: The Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. There's a team called the Colts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just prancing d- horses. Just pa- power, powerful horses. I think they would prefer.
2: I think if you say I have a beautiful colt and mm-hmm. I go in the barn and it's not tap dancing on two legs, I go, no, man, that's a horse. You got <laughs> a man, lovely horse. Show yeah. me the colt. <laughs> yeah, is the colt behind the horse? And then Billy D. Williams comes down, and goes, I got 44 more over here because he considers himself one.
1: So that's all 45. Oh, I understood.
2: None of it made sense. I get
1: 44 colts, cults, but a horse thing. <laughs> one.
2: No? Ah. Is that anything? Uh, definitely yes. <laughs> Oreo pizza. <laughs> it's hot in here isn't it it is hot you just caught some i've noticed that like it's a very quick way to get me i'm having a ball though i'm usually very grumpy yeah it's a compliment i'm usually very grumpy when i'm hot so uh it sounds a little bit like wrestling too you know absolutely It's like that kind of postponing of reason to be like this brings me joy yeah
1: i i like this and i have i had so many problems with football i mean with the brain injury and the same with wrestling like that kind of brain
2: injury what all of them Oh, people get brain injuries yeah, in wrestling? Just,
1: uh, and in football. As oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, Will Smith's going to do a movie about it. People are going to be real sad. Yeah. I think the movie's called Concussion, which is right on the nose with just a <sighs> helmet.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a heavy... I've never been this interested talking about sports, but it's a heavy thing. On one hand, the first thing that came to my mind is like, we're all kind of grinding ourselves in these mills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the guy making... Uh, fucking f- filas mm-hmm. is in a factory inhaling plastic. And yeah, maybe that's bad for him. But I mean, like, I feel bad for him as well as the guy in the concussion, right?
1: But it's like, do you do you work in the uh, in an American apparel uh, factory in the United States where it's fairly humane? You get paid the best approximation of a living wage, right, for get, a textile worker? Or are yeah. you working in the triangle shirtwaist factory before right. it burns down? Right, and I think that's what. Playing professional football is is the
2: triangle shirtwaist. Oh started. yeah, really?
1: I mean, there are players.
2: Interested? Yeah, there were
1: players on the the. Uh,
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna the,
1: start yelling the, the, when the I'm classic interested. Classic way to signify interest. <laughs> interested. Ooh, <laughs> people don't don't usually do that to me. Am I otherwise boring, or is this a you thing? <laughs>
2: No, it's and it's almost it is interrupting with how interested you are. Go on. (laughs) So I was saying, Come on, bring the deets. (laughs) Stop letting me interrupt you.
1: You bring bring, bring the deets is my uh hip hop TED talk conference. Bring the deets. (laughs) There's nothing like a
2: a, a teacher talking to like a group of inner city kids and trying to relate. The worst, bring the deets.
1: That's not even like urban slang. Like a math thing, instead of
2: show your work, you go, come on, man, you got to bring the deets. You got to bring the deets for full credit. You want want cred? Bring the deets. You you got street cred. You want class cred? (laughs) Craig, do you want class cred,
1: Craig? (laughs) I know your mind is dangerous.
2: (laughs) I know it's dangerous. (laughs) We pan out, realize the teacher's talking to no one. There's nobody there.
1: Michelle Pfeiffer it's time to go home.
2: Does <laughs> so she trains for the sequel that hasn't even been written yet? <laughs> You got to stay in shape for those. Did she die at the end of that? I don't think so. <laughs> Is it bad? The mines I were too dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> what did it? The mines. Who's the mines? Yeah, the mines were very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that football's bad? Oh, so you love it? <laughs> it's dangerous.
1: It's yeah. I think I think there are probably things that need to change. I mean, several players on the San Francisco Forty ers just retired, like in their twenties. They're like, I'm out. One guy uh, because just, they made like a million dollars. But not not even. One guy made, like, several hundred thousand dollars, and then was just like, I'm out. Really? Yeah. Defensive Rookie of the Year in his early 20s. Like, because? Because he was just like, nah, this isn't going to be good. We'll see where this road leads. Yeah. It,
2: because too many people are hurting their heads.
1: Yeah. And and then it's causing the, these uh, psychological problems, we think. And uh, there was one player, I believe, Junior Seau, who's a linebacker, defensive player. I've heard that name. And he... Committed suicide, and you know, in, a, in such a that. way that his brain would be preserved, so that people could they could study it and be like, "Did football?" That's person. why I heard that. Yeah, name. it's really sad.
2: That's very sad.
1: And uh, you think maybe yes? I think maybe yes. But and
2: they, it's weird that you went from like this is a special thing I shared with my my nan. So
1: I'm I'm the, I told the story in reverse at the beginning of last season. I was like, I can't watch this ethically anymore. Mm-hmm. And then when my grandmother got sick, I was like, Well, it's a thing we can share, so mm-hmm. I'll do that because it was something that. I could I ha, would have a little downtime in my office on Sunday late afternoons, which is when the games happen. So I would call her in the hospital, and we would talk about it. It was like a nice prompt. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's probably the guys doing the pushing, not the quarterback.
1: Yeah, they get hit. Well, they get hit less than everybody else. Who the QB? The QB because there's rules against it. And then there's the, all the guys being like, no, <laughs>
2: right, right, right. But he gets crammed every once in a while. Yeah,
1: they do. But I mean, the other guys
2: all the time. Yeah,
1: like if I mean, if you're running back that that carries the ball 25 30 times a game unless you score a touchdown 30 times a game you're like getting you just make it yeah or you know run out of bounds that's
2: how the play ends yeah it you ends get with cracked
1: it ends with a, with a, a crunch
2: Yikes. sorry to take it here no i'm very interested it makes me feel ethically superior now for not yeah doesn't score. it doesn't feel great i just thought i didn't care doesn't it feel it?
1: amazing to find out a thing you don't do is bad
2: yeah
1: <laughs> it's such a oh what a joy
2: wow that's so. That's crazy, man. Although, yeah. All right, so you're not gonna watch it anymore. I'm not. I don't care. I, no,
1: I'm. St- I, I. So I went. I'm back in. Yeah. And now I'm trying to like figure it out. I have a fantasy team, an office fantasy team. So it's like, how how ethical could I be? Don't not, you care about much.
2: their fantasy lives? <laughs> don't you care about what their fantasies are? <laughs> Having healthy brains. <laughs> you know it's It really does shine a light on the fucked up nature. There's just, we have weird ways of rationalizing things. Yeah. I'm always referencing the Joker's monologue to Two-Face in the hospital. Mm -hmm. But he talks about things being according to plan. He brings him the Tom Brady jersey. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, you want to be cremated in this? Uh, half. half, (laughs) Oh, wait, he gives him the Tom Brady jersey because of his dick. (laughs) I
0: didn't get it! I didn't get it! I don't even know if I got it.
1: We're (laughs) high-fiving.
2: Because he's got that Two-Face dick. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, But the idea of things going according to plan. We don't panic when things go according to plan. Uh, Somebody gets a concussion on the street. We're like, holy shit, the street should be safer. Somebody gets a concussion playing football. We're like, well, he was buying a lottery ticket. He could play well, better. He could have better luck. I think we even think in terms like that. We're like, well, he could have better luck. And then he just gets to retire in a swimming pool full of caviar. But instead, he took the wrong hit. And we kind of like that perverse. It's like it's not just because of the football thing. It is gladiatorial. It's like, well, that lion wanted to eat him today. Yeah,
1: and it's a system that we understand and like is. uh, It's like part of the culture. Where if we if we today were like, hey, I invented this sport. Right here's how you play it. People would be like,
0: whoa, right? Psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you trying
2: to do? Right, it is crazy. You could never get that sport passed.
1: Yeah especially in the way that it was originally played where are like okay no helmets and they're like what? and they're like okay leather helmets that's what they started with they had just a leather hat they that like, was mostly it was like for, Pharrell uh,
2: and it was for aerodynamic purposes was, mostly yep. so you could break your head faster yep
0: just
1: oh boy yeah real bad oh boy disrespectful on my part no
2: I've been disrespectful to our NFL friends this whole time <laughs>
1: I, Pete, I'm actually a spokesperson for the NFL, and I'm here oh. to teach you why you should care about it on an emotional level.
2: So Brady did do it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> he probably did it. Probably Wouldn't did Wouldn't you of it. cheat? I kind of, I think... Wouldn't you be allowed to cheat? Look, somebody who's not following anything, I'm like, it's Tom Brady. I If I know him, well, that's- he's probably a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And then it's probably making billions in soda alone. Yep. And then they're like be better if uh brady wins
1: that's what they said there was a report that just came out that said that they were kind of letting them go because was a previous scandal with the patriots that they said they kind of were played fast and loose with the evidence the league did because they didn't want to come down hard on the patriots and then this disciplinary action might have been like a corrective swing in the other direction Uh... to be like we don't we don't like you best but they do
2: yeah when did the Patriots, I, I thought Boston was supposed to, so let's talk about the other teams. You, don't, you don't like the Red Sox or you do? I, I mean, I do. But oh, you I like already it, talked I, about it. I like fair, them. Fairweather. Fair the Celtics
1: sure. are the ones that I'll kind of watch. Rega- I just like basketball a lot. I'm, I miss 70s basketball. That looked like a different game. Yeah. It was
2: <laughs> so much less poetic. Yeah. There's a lot of stumbling.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shorter shorts. <laughs>
2: The shorts were so short. I yeah, was like, yeah, very short. Is this just for, you know, the
1: ladies and the It's development? It's, it's kind of a uh It's erotic. A, a runway with a ball.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. The ball is an excuse. I'd like to see models with balls.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, what was that second syllable?
2: Juice. Okay. Because I tried to make it sound like I was saying foot juice, Oh, okay. Which is a callback.
1: Oh, right, right, right. I think I, I heard You're that. I'm, I'm a listener.
2: Shane Moss.
1: Love Shane Moss. That's definitely heard it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Because he was talking about juice. his feet. And then later he told a story about a woman <laughs> getting assaulted, oh. but it was just part of the story and I didn't know what to say. So I went, yes. Foot juice. Because <laughs> you don't want to endorse it. You don't want to yeah. just be silent, but you sure don't want to be like... Oh, I'm okay with that. So you say foot juice.
1: Yep. You sure do. Definitely not okay with it. Interested.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interested. All right. Worst Boston accents in the film.
1: I Go ahead. I will say, I want to flip it for a quick second. I want to say best Boston accent in everything Please. is Bill Burr. It's so, he's so, they have to write it in that he's from Boston into everything. Like in Breaking Bad. Yeah. There's that scene where they're like. The Boston Police Department kicked him out of, ran him out of town years ago. And it's like, the whole thing takes place in New Mexico, and then they mention Boston to be like, why the fuck does he talk like that? Yeah, <laughs> What's up great. with this guy? It's the best. It's- and
2: Bill has a, what I would say, a more of a John Oliver non-traditional. Yeah. He's not like, pack the car. He's like, no, I'm serious.
1: It's the best. No. Nah. But it's so, is- cl- it's so clearly from there, though. Yeah. That's not like, are you from St. Louis? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: but you don't know why you know. Right. Joe DeRosa does that great impression that, that even has that no I'm serious <laughs> no i gonna become a dentist that's none of it is like how are I'm gonna become a dentist I don't even know how you would say that in a Boston accent. you wouldn't nope no you <laughs> wouldn't no.
1: you're a janitor who thinks you're secretly better than everyone that's
2: right that's
1: people's work <laughs> fuck you <laughs> but imagine a whole city where everyone's a janitor yeah everyone's just cleaning up in shifts ha <laughs> <laughs> ha like hey is can, can you give me a cup of coffee? Nah, man. I just mobbed.
2: <laughs> uh, Boston's a weird town because there's there, – there. I feel like there's a large that. Mm-hmm. Like my dad's like what you would call, my, I guess, working class. My dad as well. Like covered in oil. Mm-hmm. And then you also have like a guy with a bionic arm yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I mean?
1: hey, I built this bionic arm.
2: Oh. I just heard on NPR there was a guy at MIT in the 90s that had an eye patch that remembered shit for him. What in
1: the 90s? Why would you want that technology in an eye patch? It,
2: uh, it was the precursor to Google Glass. Oh, and it was okay.
1: the only story. I he was just like a pirate with GPS. Shiver me! <laughs> Help! Tell d- Timbers! D- did you mean Timbers? Ah! <laughs> It auto-completes Shiver me feet That's gross Weird fetish thing, pirate Shiver me girlfriend Uh, Walk the plank Highline park No, the plank (laughs) This is 90s Google They didn't have it yet Uh,
2: Give me directions to the nearest plank
1: (laughs) I like the idea of a Google before they got, they're just always guessing like a friend who's always like finishing your sentences wrong. <laughs> like they have no Walk data. the line. Love Johnny Cash. <laughs> Google, stop it. I'm a pirate. Different kind of outlaw. No. your audience. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Different kind of outlaw. That was
0: excellent.
2: Johnny Cash could have passed. As a pirate? As a pirate for a few weeks before anyone would be like, this guy's not hauling any large ropes. <laughs> He's just tuning that guitar. <laughs> Is that what pirates do? They're always pulling ropes. It from was, one they got to pull ropes. You got to like get a mast up. Mm-hmm. Seems simple.
1: Yeah. Do
2: you crave a? Do you ever crave like a simple? Like like I, I was playing Assassin's Creed Three. It's very excellent, and it took two months to get from uh, England to mm-hmm. Boston. You take a boat. Now, of course, it jumps ahead a bunch. It's it's sure. about <laughs> half. It's half, not it's real. Not, time. It's not real time. It's not a flight simulator. <laughs> <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> <laughs> You're cracking your Eating crackers. Uh, uh, but, you know, it reminded me of how long it took. And then I was simulator. Like, <laughs> it's not a flight simulator. There's no dials. Nope. There's just a big wooden wheel. And sometimes someone goes. And a goes, rope. And a rope. To, you have to move. And a guy in a crow's nest goes. I think there's a rock. But if you turn slightly, we'll totally miss it. Turns the thing. Two months later. Woo. <laughs> but did, is there any part of you that's like, like if I knew I was getting on a boat. Yeah. And it was going to take me a week. Come, fuck two months.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There would be part of me that would be like, my life is just this boat. And there would be, like, kind of a solace in that.
1: So I'm going on a, a cruise of my girlfriend's family in December they, for my girlfriend's dad's birthday, where they asked me to accompany them. Oh, wow. And so I'm going to do that. And, and I feel like I am in exactly that position where yeah. I have to go, my life is this boat. Yep. And my girlfriend's brothers and uh, her nieces and nephew and parents.
2: Where's the cruise?
1: It is, I don't know, it's a Disney cruise leaves out of Miami.
2: And it's Disney characters on the cruise?
1: I don't know what's on it. I th- I imagine so.
2: I have to think they make an appearance.
1: Yeah. The, you, it would be weird if they called it a Disney cruise and they're like, what are you like? Uh, what are you... What, what's from Disney? Oh, yeah. Like, just mustaches and... <laughs> No a racist, Jews, a racist mouse.
2: Yeah, yeah. no Jews yep. it's a Disney Cruise, and that there's no Jews allowed. No Jews allowed, and in uh, the frozen head <laughs> uh, at the r- instead of a mermaid, it's the frozen head <laughs> of Walt front. Disney, and then uh, Steamboat Willie is steering yep. and whistling. Yep, in black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, so that, I'm
1: resigned to my my life is just this boat.
2: What do you get your
1: girlfriend's father for his birthday? I go on a cruise with their family for yeah. five days. Better than whispering. <laughs> that was my second choice and until they invited me on their boat, i was like well i guess i could just whisper him something inappropriate it's the thought that counts right no i'll probably get him like an, a nice bottle of wine or something
2: yeah are you close it sounds like you're it sounds like you're a close family person
1: i guess i am i yes i definitely close with my immediate family and then now and, you're
2: gonna be close with your girlfriend and, and my
1: girlfriend's family they are a close family and uh and i'm close with her and yeah. so I'm close with them. And they're, they're lovely. They're lovely people. What uh,
2: town are you from in Boston? Stoneham. Stoneham?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. That means nothing to me. <laughs> Home of, hometown of Nancy Kerrigan. Is that right? Mm-hmm. She was the bad one.
2: <laughs> no. No. She got hit by the bad she one. She got hit by the bad one. See? Over time, people forget Tanya. You forget. Tanya Harding, I just forgot. I thought Nancy Kerrigan was you. <laughs> really flipped the script on that. I thought Nancy Kerrigan was in uh, Penthouse, but it was the other one. was
1: in Penthouse. Was Tanya Harding in Penthouse? Yeah. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. I got to go find a magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Stop the podcast. (laughs) And then you just (laughs) urgently masturbate. (laughs) I knew this day would come. (laughs) Can you remember a time that you urgently, like, you got the direct order from your brain. Yeah.
1: Masturbate now. Like, Like, find a way. I can't remember a specific time, but I think it's happened. Yeah, it's definitely happened. Where it's like, hey, I got to go to work. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, not, not
1: happening.
2: I remember that uh, Kate Upton GQ cover where she's eating the the rocket pop. Mm-hmm. I saw that, and I didn't. I was in an airport. I, <laughs> I didn't make my flight.
0: <laughs> you <missed> the flight.
2: <laughs> right there in the Hudson News. And then I bought eighteen dollar <laughs> cashews and I, I got on the flight. It was the fine. Next flight. It was Spirit Airlines. They they were like, You're still better than most of our customers. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely
1: better than us. Ah. We can't claim the moral high ground. Ah. <laughs> we as a company are masturbating on you the ah. entire flight. Ironically, I was flying virgin. <laughs>
2: okay, come on. <laughs> uh but I, I remember seeing it and being like, I got the real I had to tell it no. It was like, Mmm, gratiate you yourself now. <laughs> that's what lives inside me is that one mm-hmm. it's it's uh louis anderson Go <laughs> <Bay>! <laughs> uh! <laughs> remember this image
1: it probably takes way longer because of the voice
2: yeah i keep thinking about him and he's sweating <laughs> <laughs> and yelling <laughs> and yelling so you're close with fans
1: I'm a I'm close fan person gross no
2: I'm yeah, just no. kidding no I, I I'm, I'm you know I love my family but we're not like super close mm-hmm. like uh, in in the facts way you know like could you yes could yes could you yes, quiz yes, yes. your dad and be like what's one of my favorite foods yeah or, definitely yeah he'd know yeah he'd my, nail it yes I think so or like uh, what's a, a, a favorite movie
1: yeah definitely yeah they would know that they don't it sounds, know that stuff about that you. sounds close I don't think so. Mm. And you
2: know what? This it always I'm always careful or I want to be careful. I love my parents. We just yes, of course. I just realized we don't have a traditional relationship. It's almost like we're four separate things. <laughs> Your parents and you and and, <laughs> and my brother and I. It's like we're all just kind of like doing our thing and we grew up together. Yep. <laughs>
1: Yeah. We just, all grew you up. You were roommates, room. but two of you were children.
2: And, you know, they fed us and clothed us yep. and, took, and drove us to school. Roommate did, stuff. Did all the roommate stuff, like <laughs> breastfeeding. Uh, but, you know, my mom would do better. <laughs> it's, a, it's a
1: very lopsided chore chart.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, oh,
2: I got breastfeeding. Peter, you're here. breastfeeding this week. Yeah, I got to wipe him from ages 2 to 12. I <laughs> was a late self-wiper. <laughs> Remember when you used to have to yell out that you were done pooping?
1: I don't remember that part of my life. I remember going, I've it out.
0: Help! It's everywhere!
1: <laughs> Where were you shitting? I didn't make it. <laughs> I went in the pantry. I feel like this is a different problem than the one you started with. <laughs> you didn't say. Remember when you just used to take dumps in inappropriate rooms, fully clothed? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> um,
2: I also remember that was when you're a kid and you're growing up. The, the, as soon as you outgrow something, that's that's for very young children, obviously. Then I would immediately start looking down on kids that were still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Because my yeah. friend would have like a younger sister. I remember she'd go, she'd go, Mom, I pooped and peed. And that meant she was ready to be, you know, taken care of. Sure. Not in the mafia way.
1: <laughs> she was ready to be murdered.
2: <laughs> oh, man. That smells terrible. <laughs> I think it's easier to make another
1: one. You want the bag or the bag? Ha, 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 Is that Everlong? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it can be if that's that what it, you're thinking. No, I was oh, not. Oh, that did sound like it. Yeah,
1: that's my that's all-time, it. That's my all-time favorite drum fill. I will really? I will take myself to the verge of car accidents. Steer wheel drumming. Steer wheel drumming. And that's the beat that Ray Donovan did.
0: <laughs> with, the
2: with the With the two bats. And the I pad. wonder <laughs> when
0: I sing along with you. <laughs>
2: Could it ever be this real forever? I think so. Is that what he's saying? Could it ever be this good again? Who's uh, – Bill Burr is a great boss. And yeah, great always. I also think uh, – but here's the the admission. Matt Damon's uh, Good Will Hunting one I think is right because that's what I thought was right. Yeah. I'm not basing it on my dad's friend Scotty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which I should have. Yeah. Because Scotty was like, ah, fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm over here. And he had a real, and then I went and saw Goodwill Hunting, and I was like, "Fuck you!" And I was like, "That's how you do it." Yeah. Yes, that's perfect. It's like cleaner in Hollywood. Yeah, right. Holly
1: Hollywood, Boston.
2: And then in the same film, old old Robin Williams, uh, who you know, sad, but not the best uh, Boston no, accent, not the best. I think we know this. Mm-hmm. Then he goes like, uh, "What? What? There's, well, there's a part where he goes, I was being ironical.' You know what I mean? Uh, I'm trying to think there." What is the time when he does the, 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 vo- the, the accent? Can you think of a line that he has? where I'm thinking of one in particular. He's having dinner with Stellan and Skarsgård, and he says something, and it just shows up, and oh. then it goes away. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. usually the problem with the Boston accent.
1: Yeah. It's it is... super fun sometimes. Yeah. And, then it's, and a... then it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, the rest of the time. Yeah. It comes out, does it ever come out of you by accident?
2: Uh, Zakenya <laughs> Nope, that's not it. <laughs> totally different one. Uh, I think I've told you because you and I do the show at the Paradise. Yeah. And I always say, and because it's always true, whenever I do a show in Boston, I do a Boston accent the whole time I'm home. Oh yes, yes. Uh, because I think it's absurd that no one ever says, "Peter, are you doing a Boston yeah. accent?" You're... I just think it's so funny. I don't know what they think. Yeah. Either, like, Pete's crazy or I think that's how Pete talks. Yeah. Like, they, I, I don't know if they know.
1: I, it'll come out of me in traffic and watching sports. Ah. But it's all, it's like, uh, it's an anger accent for me. Like, it's great, yeah. I'll be driving just like, are you fucking kidding me, guy? And yeah. then it just, like, pops out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But normally I'm just like, hey, come on, man.
2: <laughs> if I meet someone with one then I'll just start wanting to do it. I, I. It's also a very funny accent. Oh,
1: it's so great.
2: On stage in, in Boston, yeah. I'll do the Boston accent. I'll tell them that yeah. I'm, I don't have one, and then I'll still do it the whole set. And I, I'm telling you, the set does better.
1: I, I have a joke that I wrote in the Boston accent because it's funnier than the truth, and also it's about wedi- a bad wedding toast. Yeah. And it's... Not only because it's funny to hear a wedding toast in a loud Boston accent, but also to throw suspicion off of the person who actually gave that wedding toast who is not from Boston. That's excellent. So I added the accent, and then it's like no one would ever think it's this guy.
2: Excellent. Yeah,
1: it's a lot of fun. And it, and it enhanced the joke yeah. on its own merit.
2: You may have heard on this podcast or maybe on stage, Jason Manzoukas gave me this joke, or this touchstone, rather. uh Burgla. Burglar. <laughs> Burglar or smuggler. What is your... Do you, How do you get into it if you want to get into it? It's
1: like an... Are you serious right now?
2: Are you serious right now?
1: Serious with like an eye. Uh, <laughs> are you serious? Serious. I'm fucking serious. Are you Are you shitting me? Scotty, get in the fucking car. I'm serious. <laughs> See? I'm serious. Yeah. I, sh- you, I shit you not, Martha.
2: Yeah, you're non-terrestrial uh, radio. Uh, <laughs> so w- you, that, uh, tell me how you got into writing. Here's why. Um... I got into writing, mm-hmm. but I still find myself advice
1: <laughs> Are you doing okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing
2: okay. And then, <laughs> and then I and then I have friends, dear friends of mine, who are uh, always submitting yeah. and never getting. Mm-hmm. And then I, I tell them, I'm like, well, as someone who's read packets for my show, I'm kind of like, boy, first of all, there's always like three slots. It doesn't matter yeah. what the show is. There's, like, three slots, and maybe you could delude yourself and think, well, Pete's my friend, and he'll give me a slot. Mm -hmm. Well, two of those slots go to the showrunner, and they're like, we need this guy, you need this guy, and you need an older guy or or, or an older person with experience, and now you have one, and then there's, like, 50 packets, and you're like – 30 of them are people you know and love. That's right. And then you read them blind. Yep. And then there's one that's just like so much better than the others. Then you and meet then it's them. your worst enemy. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sometimes. No, no, no. Uh, and then you meet them and then you hope you get along and then you hire them. But what a crapshoot. So yeah. anybody that got a writing job. Interested! <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: it's, uh, I, I applied for a lot of jobs in from like 20... The big period for me was like the beginning of tw- all of 2013. that mm-hmm. was like how I spent the year basically mm-hmm. was I was doing freelance writing and uh, and stand up and I was still tutoring a little bit uh, because I didn't like watching the head show the tutors <laughs> I was still tutoring just watch uh Adam Reese Myers is that his name Jonathan Reese Myers that's definitely a guy I don't yeah, know if he's in the
2: Jonathan tutors. Reese yeah okay keep going. I know there is a Jonathan rhys Myers. Was it worth interrupting you for the
1: hit show The Tutors? Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, god. I so I was just applying to things and that so that's summer kind of so and and it's like a slog uh, because you are doing all this work, right? You'll spend like a week on something or 3 days on something kind of all yeah. day. You'll push other stuff off. You'll say no to your friends. Yeah, uh, and, and to do this thing that it's just like gets thrown says, into a fire. That's right. I mean, not that that's what they do. It
2: would be basically though. Sometimes it would be like make a fake passport. Yes, and then you do. Yeah, and it's not shitty. It's like smooth. The whole yeah, page is smooth, and it's glossy. And you even put some fake stamps yeah. in there. And you're like, look, a fake passport, mm. and it does get and thrown like, in a pile like, of other. That's fake nothing. Passport. And then sometimes they hire a guy that just gave a real passport. Yeah.
1: Yes. Here is a real passport. <laughs> ah, I wish I knew I could have done that. Uh, I could have just. I could have just done that. He cheated. No, but i i think it's like that it's like a very the, like those buddhist sand the monks right that mm. that make those elaborate sand gardens and then yep. wipe them away yeah that's i think how you have to see it yeah as because especially you know if you want a sitcom job you can make a uh you can write a pilot that you're like i like this i made this this is about me yeah uh, or or from my brain and uh, i like it but when you're applying to late night shows one week it's just uh write 10 to 20 monologue jokes a day every day yeah and then email them in and then uh you will never hear from us, which is like, yeah. that's, I'm not complaining. I that's understand. like how the system works Yeah, uh, because there are so ma- they're overwhelmed right. by there are so many talented, wonderful people that I'm
2: want this kind of work. I'm always shocked at how the submission who you think you'll be like, we'll just give it to these people. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, or this, this net, mm-hmm. like we'll be like this group. Yeah. The people in the guild or whatever. I don't sure, know how sure, they sure. pick it. Or we'll go then,
1: with, with a, a particular agency whose writers we yeah, like. Yeah, there
2: you go. Mm-hmm. Or it'll, And then it just gets leaked. Then you just get you, – you. still, I still get submission packets For show. No, no, no. But, like, I mean, you did. You got them and it was just like, yes, people just email them around. They're, they're not supposed to, but, yeah. you know, they do.
1: And um, so just a, a lot of that. And I think I got better over the year.
2: Well, that's the crazy thing, right? I've noticed that, like, any joke you write – is somewhere in your own personal cloud sure it's somewhere oh, yeah. in there
1: there is um there will be jokes it's it's always very flattering to me when a joke will appear on the show on last week tonight and a friend will text me and be like hey i see you and yeah. like and that's like always a really lovely because it feels it feels nice that it both fits to the point where like john will want to say it on yeah. television yeah, yeah, yeah. and but that a close friend will be like that. That's like how you talk. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's nice. It's nice when those those Venn diagrams overlap yeah. in a fun way.
2: Yeah, like an Oreo pizza. Like an Oreo pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so you're submitting for late night. Yeah. This is before you ever had a job.
1: Before I've ever had a job. Did you
2: get an agent? I had an agent. How'd you do that?
1: <laughs> I so I got, I this, I came through a bunch of weird channels because I, I consider myself someone who like started in stand-up. And I've been doing stand-up longer than any other kind of professional creative endeavor. Uh, So I was doing stand-up, and then I was doing a little freelance writing. I I still do a little bit for uh, women's magazines, weirdly, because they look at me and they're like... I don't know what ladies are like. And then they just will ask me to... Do. So I, I went to a Fashion Week event on Friday night yeah. in New York. And they were like, why don't you cover this Fashion Week event for us Like as someone who's never been to Fashion Week before. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of stuff like that. Mm. So I was doing those kind of jobs and weird like sponsored things. I ran a Tough Mudder for Wheaties.
2: A Tough Mudder? So it's like oh, a, you run like in the run mud. Obstacle courses. And That's Tough like a, means hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why would you want that? I thought the mud runs were supposed to be fun It's run.
1: not like a fun run. It's like an obstacle course that a lot of people that do it are like marine types like people who pride themselves in toughness and that they looked at they I did it for Wheaties and they saw me and were like you're not one of those, yeah, and it'll be funny for people to watch you try to be one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of stuff like that. For so, those
2: of you that missed the awkward kid in gym class, yeah, a Josh Thank <laughs> you, thank you.
1: <laughs> and now for my next trick, I will climb one third of the way up a rope, <laughs> <laughs> slide down, and get rope burns <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then for you. I you. People <laughs> throw roses. <laughs> at me. Then you hit on a woman. <laughs> I was wondering,
0: <laughs>
1: you loser. Yeah. So I was, I was doing a lot of stuff like that. Yes. And I, a friend of mine and I started, this is like such and an And that awful, was from standup? That, that's all from stand up and just pitching things places. Like I started pitching little writing pieces, like humor pieces for McSweeney's and things like Why that. you
2: just cold call them? Yeah.
1: Really? Yep. Just That's how I started for sure.
2: Hit the content. Any place,
1: us. yep. Any place that had an open submission form, I would start and just like take places that would run stuff that I would write, and I would write for them. Mm. Uh, and and then eventually, if you're doing work that is good, I think people will see that and go, "Hey, you wrote this thing. Would you like to write this thing for us?" Mm. That happens a little bit, and then yeah. you and then it's it's just like work begets more work, which I like. That's yeah. like how I I try to think of it as like hard work begets fun work
0: yeah and that's
1: like i'm in i'm in a zone now where i'm like sorry to jump all over the place time wise but i feel like i'm for the moment out of the doing the work to get to do the work phase yeah and that's great because now i just i have a job that's wonderful and i get to go there five days a week and and it's an excellent way to do it whereas that here so i you're mix sweeney-ing. sweeneying doing stand-up uh and then the i am the co-creator of the modern Seinfeld Twitter account. Oh, really? Yeah. And that kind of like Thank you. Account. It's pretty silly and it popped really quickly and a friend of mine who had who was an assistant manager at the time w- said uh, we we had dinner and she was like, "Look, we're friends. I can keep, you know, we'll keep working together on stuff, but uh it might be weird t- for for you to be my first client." And then this thing kind of popped off and she was like, "Oh, well, this is like a compelling reason that I can tell my boss, like, I would, I'd like to work with this person. Yeah. So that kind of clinched it. Uh, and that's how I worked, started that's working great. with my manager. And then my agent uh, was through a friend that, uh, with, I did a gig with a friend and I met her agent and I talked to her about, she was like, what else are you working on? I told her about this thing I just wrote and she was like, cool. And we had a meeting and it worked out nicely. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was very, it was all very organic. So that stuff. Well, you did have an answer,
2: I noticed. Yes. To what are you working on? Yeah, you didn't say this next bone hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a compulsive. Sorry, <laughs> I did not give that its due. i was just gonna make the bubble sound, but <laughs> I wasn't sure I could do it.
1: That was pretty good. That's all right. You could you could uh, foley that into a Cypress Hill song. It just sounds like a it llama sucking, in
2: the brain. <laughs> sucking a small dick, <laughs> like a real tiny dick.
1: So the love, but the llama's got a work ethic. Llama's <laughs> not gonna after quit. <laughs> Stay
2: with me. All right, so I'm going to stay with you. Keep going.
1: So yeah, I, I I'm like a compulsive worker, though. That's like my um. That's like what I default to.
2: You like work? I do.
1: Mm. Yeah, and and now I'm. I feel like I'm learning how to be more of a person and less of like a a a worker bee.
2: <laughs> you did that backwards too. Mm-hmm. You told the a couple stories backwards, and now. You, so what does that mean? You you work too much.
1: Uh, I have in the past. I think I'm, I'm trying to be better now. But it's just like the kind of thing about taking nights off to spend time with my girlfriend instead of doing a set that like will. N- I don't have any new stuff to work on. I agreed yeah. to the set three weeks earlier. It's a show that I know there will be no audience at, and and I go because I and then I regret having said yes because yeah. I don't want to cancel. Just I can't be like, hey, anything else came up? Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: I understand that. So it's
1: so I'm trying to be to be more judicious about my time management
2: and have real life experience yeah just sort of like
1: stuff. and just like i want i have a uh i live with my girlfriend we have a little dog yeah and we just, i just like want to um exp- i just want to like live life and i don't i don't i, I, I want to be less thirsty to use the word a kids the kids are using is that what they say they say thirsty oh they, sometimes it means like wanting something professionally but sometimes it just means kind of like randomly horny like uh <sighs> Like, man, that guy at the club was so thirsty, I imagine someone would say. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That girl's Gatorade. <laughs> but you wouldn't say it about yourself.
2: Yeah, I said that girl's Gatorade.
1: Right, but that implies that you're thirsty.
2: Oh. Okay, then it goes like this. Man, I'm so that uh wait. <laughs> Dude, you're so thirsty. What am
1: I? Gatorade? <laughs> or no, sorry. I need some Gatorade. I, I need yeah, I need some Gatorade real bad. <laughs> Oh god! And then I say,
2: that girl's Gatorade. Yeah, there we go. And then she'll quench your your horn. Uh, what did you make me think? A
1: million things. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just laughing at quench your horn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the weirdest slogan for like off-brand masturbation. Yeah. I think I
2: got it from David O'Doherty. He always talked about taming the horn. But uh, it's interesting that you say that because there is something really, really, really unpleasant about the first 10 years of stand-up and maybe even
1: more where you really are really thirsty. Yeah, so thirsty. So thirsty. I, I think, though, having started in Boston, that I you lose a little bit of that big-picture thirst because there's so much less presented as possible because yeah. it's just like you're working, right? You want to play these clubs that your friends are in at, or the guys you really like to watch are in, uh, or the women you really like to watch. Uh, yeah. And, or you want to get on showcases. Like it's so far removed of like, I, I want my own TV show. Right, right Like right. That's like, who does that? Right. They, they have all the TV shows. I
2: think that's so interesting about Boston too. I just watched, uh, call me lucky. Did you watch call me? Lucky? I have
1: it rented on iTunes. And For I how long yet? I'm, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go pick up an old penthouse and watch this. <laughs> I'm really nostalgic for massachusetts related.
2: <laughs> no, it's great. But it's interesting. It, it is one of those scenes like Chicago. I started yeah. Chicago kind of, you know, I really started in Boston, but that was only like maybe seven times mm-hmm. and then went to Chicago and those towns where there's nothing much happening is great. I was just in Houston and the, my opener, Gabe, just giving Gabe a shout out. Nice. Uh, Gabe uh, was telling me that it's like a great scene. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, it's great. And I was like, how wonderful. Because there's nothing it's awesome. to cloud you. You're just trying to be a funny fella.
1: You want to be funny and you want to do more of the the work, right? Like, yeah. the, I would like to perform at this club that is a fun to perform at.
2: Right, right, right. Whereas I feel like there really are fewer people, fewer fantastic stand-ups that are maybe – Born, there's certainly some of them I can think of. Some of them born and raised in LA, or born in yeah, in, totally. In it's Manhattan.
1: I think yeah, uh, there are some, and probably slightly proportionally more than other places. Right. But it's definitely a lot of transplants because like that's where you go when you are ready to like try. Right.
2: To... It's the Superman story. Your little uh, asteroid crater lands in uh, Indiana mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck, and you spend all your time like being real strong and moving tractors and letting your dad die, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then you go to Metropolis.
1: Mm-hmm. That's exactly
2: it, but you got to let your dad die before you go to Metropolis, and your dad's Kevin Costner. But
1: he's like, that's a tough dad to let die.
2: Don't spill. Good dad. Don't spill the beans, boy. (laughs) I'll be a Superman now. You be a, and then
1: the tornado gets him. You're the Superman now, (laughs) Superdog. That doesn't mean anything. I apologize. That's all I can think of. You're the Superman now, (laughs) (laughs) Superdog. I don't even know. That is the dumbest joke. Yeah. It's almost a joke. Tell me some of your early, your great stand-up. Tell me but some yeah. of those early
2: embarrassing ones.
1: Oh, the early... Uh, someone just reminded... Do you know Sean Sullivan from Boston? Isn't he the one that's
2: opening for me? Yes. Oh, now? good. I'm glad yeah. that locked
1: down. He's so funny. He's like one of the funniest people yeah. that I know. But he brought up... We were driving... I had a gig in New Hampshire, and he... Was like, oh, I'll I'll do a spot on it. We'll drive up together. So I came up from New York, and he picked me up. I was staying with my parents, and he picked me up there. Uh, and he reminded me of an old joke about Christopher Walken auditioning, which is true, w- was up for the role of Willy Wonka in, in the in the Tim Burton reboot. And so it was like a the classic yeah hack impression yeah of like, yeah, yeah. The snozzberries taste like snozzberries and, it was just like, <laughs> oh, oh. and he just like made fun of me for like five minutes in the car i'm like how do you not remember that i remember that dog shit uh, joke <laughs> i've got a golden ticket yeah that's what it was yeah. it was uh it was uh i kept that gobstopper in my ass for five long years <laughs> Why do hack bits have to be so good? Because that's how they get hacked. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't... It wouldn't get hacked if it weren't... I mean, if it wasn't If it doesn't work.
2: Fan-hack stick.
1: But, so, like, four-hour erection is the most perfect joke. I know. If you get it's a four-hour so erection, good.
2: how's that phone call go? Yeah. You dial with your dick.
1: Yeah, or I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna call. I'm not... uh I'm not going to call a doctor. I'm calling. every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. there's a thousand. A, a thousand people have written that joke because it's like a uh, a perfect. That's it's, why it's like, like how math was invented in all these different uh, societies.
2: Oh my god, math is hack. <laughs> <laughs> math is so hack.
1: Math is hack. Oh, one plus one. That's two. All right. Hack, hack. next. <laughs> Pythagoras hack. A squared plus B squared equals go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Time traveling Boston
2: hecklers, the web series. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) Plato! Mold yourself into something more interesting. Go back into the cave. <laughs> can you see these shadows? I'm giving double uh, birds.
1: <laughs> hey, Socrates, spell your name different. Oh! Drink the hemlock faster. <laughs> I can still hear you. <laughs> time traveling Boston, <anyways. laughs> That's that's funny, right? It's so funny that they just go back into time, back in time to be haters. <laughs> <laughs> or they think they're gonna learn things, but then they just hate everything they're gonna learn. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't know what to do with it. I'll lay it down for us.
1: Yeah, we'll, that we'll both sign it. Uh, right never change. <laughs> Never change. Maybe the dumbest thing to write in a yearbook. I think they mean your essence. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I appreciate your compassion and defense of it, but like every single person who graduates high school changes. All you should write is change. Ah, in your yearbook.
0: Ah,
2: change a lot. <laughs> change, and that then that's like a, that's like a brilliant Rodney Dangerfield uh, joke. <laughs> it's like. I got no respect in high school. People would write "never change" in everyone else's yearbook. Someone wrote, "For God's sakes, please, please change!" change. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I just found the time traveling comedian that would do it. <laughs> I like it. Um, Where were we? Oh, your bad th- jokes. Hack math.
1: Oh yeah, math that was bad. Hack. Math is hack. Math, math is, is hack. hack. You. We already. Do we already <laughs> change your USA? USA because best- of
2: Canada not doing much during World oh, War Oh yeah, men <laughs> playing hockey. Except play hockey, according to our bit, which mm-hmm. is all
1: we know. It's all we know. It's there's, all there's, we know. There's no way to know more.
2: There's no way to look it up. <laughs> That's what Chris there would say. You go. There's no
1: way to know. There's
2: no. We can't know. Chris Thayer is so funny. He's a funny fellow. He's great. uh So, what's your girlfriend do? Other Jeez. than lament your spots, Jesus no,
1: she's Christ. the best. I would never. Oh, no, no, I no, I know. I know you're yeah. saying that. I know you're. I know that it's not you. And I, I like want extra both, to give her credit. We
2: both just like oh. shot up. I've never been so alive, except in that moment where you wanted to be clear that it's not her. No, and I wanted to be clear that I was just you. Right, it. of course. we were both like
1: no, 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 no. We yeah. love Josh's yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I've met her. I don't think no, so. I haven't met her. <laughs> I'm just worried that I had met her. No. <laughs>
0: I've
1: never met Be- 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 Nor- <laughs> No, she is a she's a, a writer and she also she her day job is she works at Kickstarter and she is their publishing outreach coordinator. So she like builds relationships with small presses to see how crowdfunding can like help oh. take their business to the next level or keep them afloat. She's like really She's worked in that uh in that field for a long time and she's really, really good at it and really well connected and really smart. Uh and she has a book coming out in October. What's it called? It's called Slaughterhouse 90210 the book. Uh based on her blog, Slaughterhouse 90210. And Aww. which is it's great. She's the best. Um
2: I thought it was just called Slaughterhouse 90210 the book, and there was nothing else <laughs> called. I really did. I was like, that's very it's a, gr- weird. It's a great
1: I mean, it's a great yeah. title. Yeah. It, because, especially because the thing is it's um the it's screen grabs from like tv she's like a big lover of television Mm. uh as as an art form or medium and then she's a a huge the the one of the biggest readers of anyone i've ever met she's just like has all that at her fingertips or like has access to it at all times she has we our bookshelves she she we didn't mix our books when we moved in together Uh. so her bookshelves dwarf mine like uh, mine is like in a corner next to the bathroom. I say mine one. Yeah. She has Judy Gold. So many books. Stand up comedy. of The
2: book <laughs> Judy. No. What, what Judy is that Judy Carter? Judy Carter. I right? said Judy Gold. Yeah, Judy Gold is also one wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judy Carter's stand up comedy the book. I thought for sure by now, mm-hmm. 15 years in. Yep. I'd be dear friends with Judy. With Carter. Judy Carter. Yeah. Where is she?
1: She is not answering my calls.
2: <laughs> and Jay Sankey who wrote Zen and the art of stand up comedy. Oh
1: Yeah. Yeah. That one I haven't read. I did read the Stand Up Comedy Bible by Judy Carter.
2: That's before. what it's called. I got superstitious that I one time read Zen and the Art of Stand Up Comedy right before I did stand up, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "No more theory, it fucks you up." Oh, but it was good to read. Yeah, I like. But where is Jay Sankey? I want to meet Jay Sankey.
1: I don't know where he is. I haven't. I haven't heard of him.
2: Jay let I'm gonna see if he's on Twitter. Keep telling us, Jay, if of your you're girlfriend. listening.
1: Oh, she's the best. Um, <laughs> just keep talking about your girlfriend while I do another thing. I'm just gonna look at my phone, <laughs> which is what I do at parties.
2: <laughs> Please uh, keep telling
1: me about yourself. No, don't you want to know
2: the Jay Sankey mystery? I guess we I could do. Ask. We could ask Aristotle to do it. Nah, that's fine. I, Jay I was just teasing.
1: Sankey. Um, she. So she has a, a book coming. Out. So it's. Uh, oh yeah. Screen grabs. From, oh yeah. Screen grabs from TV and film, and then quotes from like legit serious literature, and they pair really well. Um, and she. Uh, she's just like really great. The, the design is great. So I, I don't have the literary quotes offhand. I could look it up on her, her blog. Aristotle's we look one up it. on her blog? Go to slaughterhouse90210.tumblr.com. And they're just great. She did one, uh, that was like a, maybe a year ago that was Taylor Swift. And then a Joan Didion quote. And then there was like this weird thing a couple of weeks ago, but like, I think it was like Taylor Swift reading Joan Didion. And she was like, wow, I called it, which was really, it's very, yeah, she's really like synthesizes things really well. You want?
2: Hit it. Jordan? You know, you yell it. <laughs> uh,
1: physical forwardness as intellectual high wire act. The pleasure, not
2: of pleasure, but of performance and revenge against the retainer, the flute, the stack of expectations. Sex as rebellion against the way things should be.
1: Sound familiar? It is. No story on earth is more common. And then what's the picture? Uh,
2: It's a it's a woman from Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's fun. Yeah, and so she's been doing that for a long time and the the book is like really nice. That was a good quote. It's a really good quote. She just like has an ear for those things and she and she's also a very good writer, but like it, but she's done so much of this like curating and she's really good. I actually so I mentioned I was on the Playboy Channel's morning show today. I did that? Yeah, did with Dan Cummings. It was great. Down? She the host yeah no but there were other naked women yeah and uh it was now that i think of it there were like other naked women. there were like probably four naked women it's really weird in the morning (laughs) i thought of that while i was driving away i was like who's watching this yeah but uh it was really fun and they were so nice but i went on to promote because i also have a book coming out uh on october so we have books coming out the same day but my girlfriend. I so they said, "Do you have a? Uh, are you a single guy?" Because you know they like to talk about relationship stuff on, yeah. on the show. And I said, "I have a girlfriend." Um, and they're like, "What should you? So I brought up her book, and then I mentioned Taylor Swift and Joan Didion. And I've never had a sentence bomb harder in conversation Ooh. than that one. Yeah, <laughs> where they were just like, "Next thing." Yeah, <laughs> and it was so Anna funny. And over one of the playmates is butt
2: naked, and just dying laughing. Yeah, she I, loves
1: it. I, they, I mean, I don't want to say I don't know that it was a thing that. Like people in the room weren't yeah. interested in Like sure. people have diverse interests regardless of what their jobs Half are. Jeff reads lots of books in the grotto. Sure. <laughs> and But it was the kind of thing where I, th- I could see them going, Our readers don't want to hear Didion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, not our readers, our viewers. So, and I kind of said it just because I thought it was like kind of like a funny thing to say on the Playboy channel. Yeah. Puff like, Didion? Hey, it's like John um, oh, Puff Didion. I like, did sorry, I'm, i missed it. P. Didion. P. Didion. Yeah. That would Puff Daddion. <laughs>
2: Puff daddy and
1: uh, very excellent. Yeah. Very, very excellent. So it's good. Uh, we just get serious. Very excellent. Really great. It's, it just turns into an NPR piece. Act one. <laughs> I always, I always A do A story in three parts. Part one.
2: Well, Puff let's did talk you. about the meaning of life, man. I mean, unless, did we gloss over anything? We talked comedy? And you told me about your girlfriend? Yeah. What, what did you think you were going to say?
1: Oh, <laughs> gosh. Um,
2: like when you were like, I'm doing the podcast today. I wonder if this will come up.
1: I, what did I think about? I figured, I figured the Brady stuff would come up just cause it's been top of mind for me lately mm-hmm. and the grandma and my grandma is
2: very in the wheelhouse of the show. Yeah.
1: And I, I think that's like, yeah, I think we, it was easy to lean into. Uh, I figured we'd talk about my girlfriend a little bit and we, yeah. we did that. Um, she's hip with the comedy lifestyle. She's really great. I mean, she's so encouraging and supportive and the best like it's it, i couldn't be with someone more wonderful i mean um, that sincerely come on. yeah she's the best and she's like. and she also like just like as an inspiration how um wonderful she is makes me like want to raise my game all the time, oh, you know, and be yeah. like a better, a better partner. That's I, how I feel
2: about Valerie. I'm always like, I say the, all the work that I do, like meditation and study and contemplation and stuff, is just to get where she just kind of naturally is. That's really nice. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm
1: doing all this, like,
2: no Yeah. She's just like seeing the world as magic. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and, <laughs> and Maris is super busy and, uh, and productive and in demand, but also she just is like so um like loving and present and it's yeah, it's really great right. and a really good uh really good pug mom. Uh that's how we have a pug yeah we What's got a fellow pug her name's Busy. We adopted an Busy. old p- Busy b-i-z-z-y we adopted an old pug. She's eight. We call her old baby. <laughs> old She's, baby. she hates going anywhere
0: which is great i mean it's sad when we have to take
1: her somewhere but like we don't we don't bring her like maris is coming out here for the uh thursday through sunday and she's gonna we're gonna we're going to emmy's which is exciting yeah and uh she but we're we're having a friend stay at our apartment and dog sit there instead of like bringing the dog somewhere or like having her Uh at like a doggy daycare because it's just like the first day for her will just be, like, stress. And she, like, sounds like she's beatboxing when she's stressed because she has those pug lungs. Yeah. Pug lungs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not pug life. Pug lungs. Nope. Pug lungs. Pugs and lungs. But that's all we do is sing her pug sing, like, all goddamn day. Maris will just text me, like, when, because we have opposite weekends. My weekend is Monday, Tuesday, and hers is a Saturday, Sunday. And so she'll just text me when I'm at work and she'll be like, sing to the dog. And I'll be like, what are you singing? And she'll be uh, she'll be like, uh, busy 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 can't you see sometimes your snorts oh. just hypnotize me <laughs> oh
2: come on get out of my face it's, I just, love it.
1: it's too cute that's very sweet um and i knew so yeah no one, hit it. one businessy thing oh if please you don't mind no no, is no i always my instinct is always to talk about her book when i also have a book coming out the same day oh yeah, so yeah, may yeah. i mention uh, that very yeah.
2: briefly let's edit out what you said
1: about her book <laughs>
2: She'll wouldn't never know. Be, no,
1: but wouldn't that be the most awful thing? After I'm just like, she's wonderful. I just want to support her so much. Yeah. I just like really, I love her. What's the name I, of
2: your book? My book. <laughs> ah,
1: what is it? <laughs> it's called You Blew It. I co-wrote it with my friend Joe Berkowitz, and it's like a guide to how to ruin your life. Is he the modern Seinfeld? Film? No, that's a different a different friend. That's uh, Jack Moore, who's also a very funny writer.
2: And it's called You Blew It, the guide
1: to blowing it. Uh, it's called You Blew It. It's like the the subtitle is really long, and I don't. I honestly don't remember it. I would have to. I have it in my bag, and I'll read it off of that. Sure. It's not super important. No. I love uh, subtitles. I do. Uh, hold on, there's a lot going on in here. I'm just gonna feel
2: around. Uh, Anything sharp that could poke me in here? <laughs> I always feel like cops. That's such a sweet moment for a cop. What's that? When he's searching a bag, he's like, "Anything sharp in here?" I'm always like, "Oh, you're a person, and
1: you're you're asking for help."
2: Yeah, you need my help in that
1: moment. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, an awkward look at the many ways in which you've already ruined your life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like this. Oh, thanks. Was this considered for the cover? Just we,
1: this? yeah, we. Well, they. So they came up with a design, and we pitched like that. W- that we definitely pitched. Yeah. And, and this one too. I think they came up with that one. So that I'll describe it. I was just pointing at things. Yeah, on the where podcast.
2: our one is a phone with a text, and it says "I love you," and then the reply is "Who is this," <laughs> which is fun. It's always, it's always fun. I would. Yeah, that's. I, I. You know what? I would make the cover. I don't know. I just like talking no, about no, stuff no. like this. It's just a white cover. Yep. And it says you blew it. I don't like this font. It looks like a textbook from high school. Is this fi- is this final? I think so. I love it. I think it looks <laughs> like a book I would buy.
1: Well, yeah. why am
2: I pitching you t- covers? No, that's okay. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, please. Um, I, uh,
1: I really could have used this talk six months ago. No, it's great. It's it's great. great. What, no, what was it, it like writing a book? It was really fun. Um, it was really. I am sorry to take it into like plugging. Territory.
2: No, I want you to plug okay. I've run out of steam because I'm so hot and we did so much laughing. Uh, and I'm just like... I, before we get to the God part,
1: hit me. Thank you. We, we, uh, Bluther, we, it was really fun. It was really fun to write with a partner because yeah. it, it similar to like my relationship impulse to be like, you're so good, I want to be good. Joe was like really on point with like, we should set deadlines for ourselves. And I, so I wanted to stick to them because I was like, well, I can't disappoint this other person. Yeah. My, my career is strongly driven by not wanting to disappoint people.
2: I think it's so funny how guilt, shame, fear yeah. can be really yeah. mobilizing things. I mean, it's
1: well. Rosh Hashanah, and I was on the Playboy channel this morning instead yeah. of going to synagogue.
2: Wait, Rosh Hashanah is not one day? Two days. Two days? Yep. You guys are always blending into two. Yep. We always like, Easter. Done. Yep, done. Christmas, Christmas Eve, separate.
1: Christmas, Christmas Eve. There were 12 days. They're like, wrap it up. 12 days of rush? No, 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 no. Christmas, there were 12 days.
2: Oh, yeah, no, that that didn't stick. No. Someone was like... This feels a little Jewish.
1: <laughs> oh, this feels Jewish. It's time traveling, Boston <laughs> hecklers. Two <laughs> me- days Talk. Hey, Merry Christmas, you Jews. <laughs> <laughs> that has been said. I'm sure it's been yelled that at That has been I'm yelled. I'm sure it's been
2: yelled <laughs> Not at Not only has it been yelled, it's been yelled at you. Yeah. Merry Christmas,
1: Jew! <laughs> and it's like, but that they were being nice. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't trying to be
2: offensive. It was just a drunk Santa. Yeah.
1: He's <laughs> just <was> walking <laughs> through the mall. You want to sit on my lap? Uh, <laughs> no, <Nah>, man.
2: <laughs> I'm like 30. <laughs> so tell me you wrote it with a guy and yeah. having – sometimes people, you know, you have a writing partnership and you're like, I'll hit the ball to your court and then you hit it fast. Yeah, and these it was very
1: – so that's what we did. But we, if someone
2: no fucks up, then you're like, well, that's why we never wrote you blew it.
1: No, it was it was a really nice uh, process and we, we worked together. We would meet up, divvy up assignments, like kind of make notes about stuff we wanted to do, assign things out to one another, and then – edit them over email and then meet again to like, kind of do a last pass and do new assignments. Oh wow. So yeah, it was like pretty, so it's like short articles. Yeah. It's the sharticles. the chapters. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, that's the blurb. Uh, it's like sharticles. <laughs> no one buys it. Is it particles of shit? <laughs> It's particles of shit, but also a fart. It was like a mostly <laughs> fart. A <little> <laughs> of shit.
2: Or a past tense of shit, and it's now particles. That's how long ago you shat. Shart
1: is the funniest Shart Boston word.
2: Uh, he uh, <laughs>
0: Like
2: What did
1: he do? He shouted? Yeah. Bill, what's his name? Billy Buckner shouted that day. <laughs> he in <shotted> that ball. <sighs> uh, so It was great. I mean, it was really fun. It, it was... Um, and you went and pitched it proposal and all yeah, that? Yeah, we did that. We We at first pitched a different book that we thought would be a lot of fun, and Every publisher we sent it to was like, this is really funny, but no one will buy this. What was it? It was a fake pickup artist guide called Getting It Wet, The Nice Guy's Guide to Tricking Women from Friend Zone to Bone Zone. So it was like a parody of the game where it was just like, here's how to trick women into having sex with your dumb dick. And it's called Getting It Wet. (laughs) Yeah. And they were just like, absolutely, you can't call a book that. Yes, you can.
2: That's what I said. There was a book called Fuck. Fuck.
1: Wasn't there? Probably. Yeah, there's a book called Fuck. You gotta do that. I re- I was really psyched about it. We might still do it. You as gotta a follow. do it. If people, if people like this one. If I'm a
2: publisher it. hears Josh Gondelman at Yahoo. I don't know what you That's what you know. Is it? No.
0: <laughs>
1: Yahoo.com. Reach out to Gondelman. Reach He'll out to do him. it. I'm, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, I I have nothing else going. Friend zone to bone zone. Yeah, tricking got <laughs> to tricking women. Tricking. We thought that was the word that the sealed it and was, tipped you in on yeah, the joke. Right, exactly. That's the one that like that says this is not sincere. Right, because you wouldn't say tricking. You'd be like, no, all you're doing is using the powers of social dynamics.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. She wants to create to a in the fa- bone. Right.
1: Though. She wants. She wants that. She doesn't know
2: she, how to ask. She doesn't. Right. She's in a different zone. Yeah. And just because you're at AutoZone, doesn't mean you don't want to go to Can the you- bo-
1: to the bone zone. To the bone zone. From AutoZone to Bone Zone: The yeah. Guide
2: to Fucking Your Mechanic. There's a lot of lube in there. <laughs> there sure is. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, so get that book, and it's out. It comes out uh, October 6, but it's available for pre-order now on like Amazon and hey, our, our publisher's congratulations. website. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. What was it? your
2: advance? So what? Um, what do you? Uh, what, do you uh, what what's this all about? You said goodbye to grandma. I
1: did. And you don't say. I I yelled the last time I saw her. This is this is true. The last, yeah. I it was either Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving. I went back and she was kind of barely there. And uh, I said I love you, and she said I love you. She hadn't really talked to me that day. We had just kind of I'd just kind of been sitting with her for fifteen minutes, talking to her, and I said I love you, and she said I love you. And then I walked out of the room and my, my, you know, small family, eight of us, 10 there. And I turn over my shoulder before I walk out of her apartment. Cause we had Thanksgiving at her apartment and she was just in bed. And uh, I yelled, try not to party too hard. And then I just walked out of the apartment.
2: Wait, to the, to your family? Yeah. Yeah. No, to her. Oh, to her. Yeah. Into her bedroom. Oh my God. Just cause I
1: was like, well, this will be fun yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I thought, I thought she would think it was funny more and than she anything. Did. I think she did. She was very funny. And, uh, and wonderful she had like a great when I, when I recorded an album in 2011 uh, I'd sent it to I gave her a copy I, I my other grandmother I burned kind of the family friendly tracks and yeah put it to her and my parents played it for her because she, she's not a big technology person and then this grandmother I gave it to her and I, I said um, this there's, there's some like adult content on here so if you have any questions about it never mention it to me
0: <laughs> and she
1: emailed me a week later and it just was dear Joshua I get it. <laughs> That's all, said? Yeah, or there might have been like, uh, congratulations! It's a lovely achievement. Love oh. Nana, but that was like, I get it was the lead. That's great. Yeah, it was great. We had a really lovely relationship.
2: And then when she passed, mm-hmm. you and you're watching the Patriots game, you weren't like, that one's for you, Nana. You I, know what I mean. It no, was it was kind of like... it
1: was um it was really bittersweet, but in a way that I value. I, I felt like an absence and a longing, and mm-hmm. I, I I liked. I mean, obviously I wish she had been alive, but the 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 kind of emptiness, like the, the spot where she should be, was mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. meaningful to me.
2: And but I, I guess I'm looking for that hint into what you think happens when we die.
1: I guess it's I think I think it's Dunzo.
2: Dunzo? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, I have a book about spirituality <laughs> called Dunzo. Oh, my God. There's nothing is There's, the subtitle.
1: Yeah. Wha- Dunzo. Why bo- why bother? There,
2: why bother? There's nothing.
1: <laughs> Dunzo. Josh Gondelman, Ph.D. Joshua, Ph. I, Clint, Josh Ph.D. Gondelman. Uh-huh. Like, Dwayne Johnson isn't really a rock, but uh-huh. you put it in the middle of the name, you can say whatever you want. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dwayne the bestseller. The New York Times
0: bestselling author, Johnson.
1: That's, that's what I'm doing. Josh the best selling author, Gondelman. That's so that's great. As long as you can't put it after your name. Yeah. I couldn't be Josh Gondelman Esquire. I could be Josh yeah, yeah. the lawyer, Gondelman. Yeah,
2: that's true. That's fantastic.
1: Are you a real lawyer? No, 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 no. <laughs>
2: That's just, uh... That's my name. It's my middle, character. It's my middle name. It can be anything. <laughs> it can be whatever, as long as it's in quotes. Pete, New York Times bestselling author, Holmes. I think that <laughs> has a sweet little ring to it.
1: <laughs> just John Cena destroying you in a wrestling uh... ring. <laughs> Gonna turn you to, from Malcolm Gladwell to Malcolm Sadwell. <laughs> That's fantastic.
2: So, uh, Dead Over?
1: Yeah, I think so.
2: And, uh so, therefore, like no that's not your interpretation of God, so nothing i'm not are you a heretheist
1: i don't think so i mean I just don't i try to really engage with like with the world and yeah. in a way that i i think i feel like there's like a um i like i tell people i'm not religious but i'm not spiritual. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> I'm
2: not religious I'm not but spiritual. I'm not spiritual <laughs>
1: that's great. but it's not I don't feel that as like an atheism uh just because I don't but I like if, it, you don't think too much you, don't I don't think too much about it, it. that's don't true bother with it. I, bother with it sounds dismissive of I mean I would feel dismissive putting it that way of people who do I see who feel that that's important it doesn't it doesn't occur to me yeah often yeah. Um and but I like when pe- when people I like are religious. I uh it's like a warming thing because I go, oh it can, it can be nice. Like right. I I like when people are like, "Oh, I volunteer because this is a thing that I learned in church, that right. this is a valuable part of uh society or I donated to this charity as a, that's like a, a a faith-based charity that appropriates its funds well." And you know, I think that's like a nice that's a like a lovely way to interact. And that to me is more important than like, like the cosmic meaning of things, or
2: some sort of life philosophy. or Yeah, I,
1: I just like the the idea of like making the world better for people.
2: And you know that really is a I It's one of the lessons I learned about Judaism.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm, I'm guessing you were raised. You, you mentioned I was, yeah, 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 yeah. Rosh Hashanah mm-hmm. and everything. So I'm assuming that's not a new thing. <laughs>
1: my, my parents converted <laughs> this week. They're trying it out. <laughs>
2: but they, uh, I remember my my teacher said. The idea, the Christian idea of this isn't my home; I'm just passing through. Yeah, which is where we get that a lot of the problems with like, who cares about global warming? Sure, Jesus is going to come and turn on the air conditioner, mm-hmm. uh, and then we're all going to leave. Is not the Jewish idea and Jewish spirituality, which is what I think I'm hearing, is like this is it, baby? These are the colors and the building blocks, I, and the people and the experiences we have to work with. I like that. Yeah, I, I like I, it too.
1: That kind that like pushes my buttons of like, yeah, just do it now. Yeah uh and not
2: for later not for later and not to please something that's mad at you
1: no not to something's mad at, although i do feel guilt about not doing enough and that fuels me too i mean even just in terms of like giving to charity which i wish i need to make more time to like do things and like walk the walk more but like i went out and bought uh a pair of expensive sneakers yeah and then i went home and was like ah, i'm an asshole and i donated that amount of money to a charity as well <laughs> just to be like hey, they deserve like they need it but as it, much that's as i exactly
2: do. you know the point we make all the time or i try to make all the time on the show is that some of the most ethical people i know happen to be atheists and i'm actually so kind of soured on the church thing having been one sure and I, so i'm just projecting but the guy that goes to feed the homeless with his church mm-hmm. i'm kind of like yeah but it's kind of like you do. You can't help but be doing it for a show. Partially,
1: like the pastor
2: is it, with you. It's
1: good that it's getting feeling, done now. I hear that because it's because you could but also prefer, be not doing it.
2: There's something about
1: <coughs> if you take the fear of
2: hell and judgment out of it completely, a group of atheists going to feed homeless. People also lovely feels even slightly more lovely for some reason. Under any banner or 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 cause, if there's fear involved, I'm kind of like, why can't it just be? I want to feed some homeless people, and again, I'm projecting because when I went and fed homeless people, I was like, "You see this, God?
1: Huh? Like, you, like, a, like Sammy Sosa just hit a home run, like yeah, patting I your point, chest and pointing I sky. It twice
2: and point to him, and then I serve a potato soup.
1: And it was weird that you took, uh, used anabolic steroids to serve soup better. <laughs>
2: Was he a big steroid guy?
1: <laughs> I th- I don't think I oh, I Sosa think he was.
2: Was the it was the Maguire. Sosa McGuire? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maguire looked like a tree trunk. Yeah, he was enormous. Yeah,
1: he and looked- he was skinny. He was and yeah. then he wasn't. Yeah, and then he wasn't. He, he looked like a cartoons like muscle yeah. man. Yeah,
2: yeah. If there if like if muscles were what happens to you if you uh, eat too much, mm-hmm. that dude was like a big golden corral guy. <laughs> 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 it's a weird way around the barn. Yeah. We pass uh, Ray Donovan making someone smoke a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> that was a callback. Uh, <laughs> and it was just a fillet. It was just a fillet. So you're you're here and now do you feel like a present person do you feel like you're I, doing okay at that i think
1: i i think i am i try to enjoy the good things and that's and and feel like the i try to feel feelings
2: yeah no i hear that it's, i feel like especially from where we're from yeah it's hard it's easy to be like i don't feel shit
1: no it, it is i think yeah. you, you're gonna end up being like a, a a guy right yeah like uh-huh it's like easy to not yeah, feel. Um, but yeah. I,
2: I try to like. You go to New England Tractor
1: Trailer Training School and you call it a day,
2: <laughs> as I'm sure we both did. <laughs> this is where you could be. That oh. was a, that was a commercial for it when do, I was a kid. Do you remember? Uh,
1: <laughs> at furniture Br- discount, <laughs> no. it's Why another one. Is it's the best comfort and price. That's nice. Yeah, I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm going to give you that's nice. Uh the best regional jingle. We sang this at a restaurant one time in in Oregon at Bridgetown, Yeah. Water Country. Oh, <laughs> uh, Water Country. <laughs> Have, have some, some fun. fun. Boop, boop, boop. Have some fun. That's it. <laughs> it's the best. Have but there's that whole fun. song. There's the whole song around it. It's oh, like, yeah. There's no better place to feel and be young. What a country. What what a have some fun. Then, there's like and a and key it change. What it's like the What a country. What a country. Have, have some fun. fun bu, bu, bu. And it's yeah. like, God, I want to go there so bad. And then I did.
2: What was Bernie Phil? Bernie, Bernie and, Phil.
1: and Phil. That was Quality Comfort that and That was com- yeah. Quality
2: Comfort and price. And then there was uh, Mattress Discounters.
1: Oh, yeah. Get a good night's night, sleep, sleep on, us. on us.
2: Mattress Discounters. discounters. <laughs> and it would go, lay on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lay on it. <laughs> And me and my brother uh, would always go masturbate on it,
0: <laughs> have sex on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think
1: I think you should be a podcast that instead of getting like traditional podcasts, yeah. or in addition to, also reaches out to like regional places uh, and sings like Steve's Cars. We're outside of Detroit. I'm a guy named Steve. I sell the most trucks. <laughs> <laughs> regional ads. Our treasures. It would be so funny to do on a national podcast yeah, or worldwide yeah, yeah, yeah. just to be like, uh, today, to, today's, today's sponsor. show is sponsored by water country, <laughs> have some fun.
2: If you happen to be in, in the haunt It's the, the Salem, it New was. Hampshire area. <laughs> uh,
1: People are listening in like England. Yeah. And they're like, that's- I can't go there. I can't go there and wouldn't if I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do. I would like to have some fun. <laughs> I do like fun. I do. Yep. I do quite
2: fancy fun though. <laughs> then, he, then he's just on a, pl- a flight to New Hampshire.
1: <laughs> Hold my
0: calls. <laughs>
1: There's fun then that
0: needs to be had. He's his at. arms down on <laughs> the steep one in a suit. <laughs> <Stable> suit. <laughs>
1: I was born an orphan, I will die an orphan, but today is the day I slide.
2: Oreo! Pizza! John Oliver! <laughs> then it becomes John Oliver. He removes a mask. The, the friction of the slide removes the mask. And we see that it's been John Oliver this whole time. Cold
1: open?
0: <laughs> Cold open to the show. The, show,
1: uh, the next show back is just... Uh,
0: it's John on a water slide.
2: <laughs> Tonight's
1: main story water slides. Why are they so fun?
2: Uh, I would that's that. not his accent at all. No. Why are they so. I can't do it anymore. It's, it's... Because we did the traditional. Yeah. I've lost John. We
1: did British Oreo
2: pizza. <laughs>
1: that was bad. That was better.
0: Oreo
1: it's so great pizza. that that's how you get into it that's, with a thing my touch never down. said. No, he has a bit about that. Oh, does he? Yeah.
0: There's nothing more.
1: American. American. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oreo pizza. He's really funny You did his show, right? The, co- the Comedy Central one. Or the- oh, and I did his. Yeah, I think of the comics one first. I did
2: his Comedy Central show two or three times.
1: That, that was he's real great. Fun. Yeah, yeah he's, that. he's really funny. I opened for him, and I don't think I've told the story on any in any public way, but I opened for him. Can I? Yeah, it's quick. Please. I opened don't for him quick. in Boston at the Wilbur Theater on New Wilbur Year's.
0: Wilbur Theater. <laughs>
1: so i did i did four shows it was new year's eve and new year's eve eve yeah and the first three were great just so fun he draws such a lovely crowd and and it was like uh my my parents and my sister and my great aunt came who i think thought that it was just me when she showed up she's like all these people came to see joshua uh, <laughs> and we were like no there's like a different great. famous person yeah, yeah, yeah. uh it's like 1100 seats and uh so the first three shows were great and and i hadn't we I, and Maris came with me. She was she came up for the Mark Maris.
2: <laughs> WTF with Mark Maris. Your girlfriend. Slaughterhouse tonight. Put in my boomer. <laughs> oh, that's oh. so gross. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: like genuinely hurt. Oh, you. Oh well, it's just saying it's know. a person that I'm I going know. to go I'm gonna see her in three I days. Was picturing I'm gonna Marin. spend the next three days forgetting you said that. <laughs> <laughs> just actively
0: <laughs>
1: scrubbing that out. <laughs> Oh, this is to you, this is a joke. To me, this is life. (laughs) Curse you, Holmes. (laughs) Ow! I just came in my pants! Oh. <laughs> so, we're doing the shows, and I go, and the, the crowds are so nice. Yes. That, have you ever been in a situation where the audiences were so nice, you stopped trusting them, and, and yes. you, you turned on them? Yeah, sure. that's like a comedian's impulse to bite yeah. the hand that feeds you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, before the last show, I'm in the, the, the my little dressing room with Maris, and we're just sitting there eating, eating dinner, and uh, we both have a whiskey, and I go, I'm gonna... Um, I think I'm going to try to make them boo me before they laugh at a joke. And she goes, Josh, I don't know if that's a good idea. And I go, it's the only idea, which was not true. That was a dumb thing to say. So I come out and I say, uh, I go, ladies and gentlemen, such a pleasure to be here with you this evening. It's I'm from here and it's new years. And, uh, it's just like a really lovely night. You're going to have a really fun time, I think. And it'll be, it's memorable for me to be performing here and now. And there was a nice little applause. And I go, that said, I did move to New York City several years ago because I wanted to be happy and successful. Boo! <laughs> Lots of booze. a
2: Lot of booze. Oh. Uh, which I loved. I was, there's, I th- thought you were going to go easy booze like fuck the Red no. Sox. You went like, and then if I, you I, don't
1: leave, you're I, not a human. Well, then I said, uh, I go, no, you can't boo me for that. You're not allowed because you could do it, too, if you wanted. Goodwill hunting isn't science fiction.
0: Boo! Double boo! Oh,
1: wow. (laughs) Which was maybe it was that moment was the most fun I've ever had on stage. Really? Yeah. Because it was like I knew I was like because they were responding in the way that I like. It was like getting a laugh, but a boo do you know what uh, i mean ha, ha, ha. Yes, it was I like do. when a wrestler gets booed it's like because he that's like what you're going for yeah it, it's yeah, not yeah. the boo of like so it
2: wasn't a negative boo necessarily
1: it was in a it was like i was pushing their buttons on purpose yeah and, and getting the response and i was like oh you're responding to whatever stimulus i'm delivering so like yeah. i i had a fi- i was like the material will go well yeah so i i did i did my first i think maybe two bits and i and i people applauded it was you know a nice crowd there to have fun so they get a little applause and i go nope i don't want it you decided you hated me 90 seconds ago and i don't want your applause uh which was as a bit and they they enjoyed that which was very fun and then at the end of the the, my set i yelled at them some more
2: oh my god i actually think that is wonderful and one of the best thrills you can get as a performer it's so fun dancing the line
1: yeah it's really nice i mean that you see people who do it with their comedy yeah and i think i have a my comedy is very gentle, but I think I have some bits where it's like a uh, thesis statement where they're like, really? And then you defend it yeah, 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 uh, with yeah. the punchlines. I'm like, aha!
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But
1: it's, it, like, that was just kind of the naked yep. uh, bathtub gin version of that.
2: There's nothing better for me, I think, than calling an audience a bunch of dummies. Oh, it's great. And then having them... To get better because you scolded them and like you were rough with them, and they liked it. Yeah, that's
1: a choice, and it's. A, I think that's a very Boston thing to to like respond well to that. Yeah, to respond well to someone going like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, and then yeah, them yeah. being like, ha, that's me. He's talking about me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. After you have sex with your girlfriend, do you go, "We good?
0: <laughs> no, I was over it. Now it's back." <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, man. I got to go find that Tonya Harding and <laughs> so bad. <laughs> just scrub this clean. <laughs> to get
2: the rubber back. The rubbery of your dick. Get your dick real rubbery. <laughs> just, get, just get it loose. <laughs> stretch it out. <laughs> stretch it out. I don't jerk out. I <laughs> don't jerk off. I stretch, stretch it, it out. out. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep it limber. <laughs> I'm not trying to... What if the first person who masturbated wasn't trying to get off? They were just trying to make their dick longer. <laughs> just come on. Come
0: on. Like, come on. Wait. Woo. What? Well, it worked
2: briefly. <laughs> it never stays, though. Yeah, just like, live in the now. The <laughs> and, Josh, I think you know, you listen to the podcast, we often end with the one of the times you've laughed the hardest. This, uh,
1: this I did come. Th- no, I yes. came now This is, uh, so I was talking about Maris singing. And so this will tie, I think, maybe the whole conversation. Yeah, together. I love it. I don't mean to set a lofty goal. Please. Uh, so the, the night of my grandmother's funeral, where Maris came up, to uh, to to Massachusetts with my stay with my family. We went to the
2: Massachusetts.
1: <laughs> Fine,
2: better, <laughs> better. Now you'll think that that's what I said. Yeah,
1: <laughs> much nicer. Yeah. Uh, so she came up for that, and it was like a long, long day where it was the, the funeral in the morning, and she met like my excited family that she'd never met before, and then there was shiva, and uh, and then I had shows booked already in Massachusetts because it was we were done for the season, and I I was i i spent like a month last year i worked with you and i opened for gary gullman and then jen kirkman and then john so it was just like a real fun month of like mm-hmm. new england shows and seeing mm-hmm. family and it was nice to be around them at this time so i i was about to we I had to go into the city to to do the shows with gary and uh so i i were driving in and we're listening to the radio and caress me down by sublime comes on <laughs> And Maris just starts singing it super hard, just like dancing, like fist dancing, just like mucho gusto, me amo Bradley, and I'm like I'm laughing very hard. It's very funny. So I've
2: never heard someone sing along. She to say that like, song. Uh,
1: uh, God, what, I'm, I can't. I can only think of the Spanish words, but it's just like a gross, uh, awful song. Caress me down. Oh, uh, just like the that, sound that of coming. Yeah. Sound. What, what's that sound? I'm jizzing. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to make it longer. Yeah. That... That's, that's who was doing it. Yeah. From Supply. Ah. And so, so that happens, and I'm losing my mind laughing so hard. Yeah. And then I do the shows. We're driving back to my parents' house. And on the radio, plays Caress Me Down I again. Can. And she sings it. Twice as loud. Uh, <laughs> she's like, uh, "When I feel horny and the moment," <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm like, screaming, and she's like, uh, not breaking. She's singing so hard and so that's loud and dancing. That's right? Key. She's I'm losing my mind. She's totally serious. Like, why are you not singing along with this? Yeah. Our song yeah, 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 <laughs> basically yeah, 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 was like yeah, the intensity, yeah, yeah. Uh, almost as if she doesn't understand why I, I'm yeah. laughing. What's wrong? So, yeah. So we get back to my parents' house. And we get into bed, and the, the beds in my childhood bedroom currently, are, where we're sleeping, are two twin beds pushed together, yeah. like, in one frame, which is what my- Like a, ma-
2: a married couple from the 50s but like, moving into the 60s. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it, it, we haven't gotten to, like, the sexual revolution. Yeah. But it's like- this little we'll cuddle. Yeah. It was the snuggling revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Seldom reported. We had a revolution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before 1955, you couldn't even spoon in 14 states. It was
2: considered a mild form of sodomy.
1: <laughs> the mildest. <laughs> I uh, you had yeah. to wear two pairs of pajama pants. <laughs> of course. Yep. Uh, so we're in bed and it's, it's been like the longest day. This is like 1 AM and we'd, we'd had to get up, you know, 8:30 to go to the funeral. And i she's just been like a wonderful angel person all day. And, we're about to fall asleep, and she, she goes, kiss my neck? And I go, yeah, of course, anything you want in the whole world. And right as my lips touch her neck, she goes, and tickle me fancy.
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the type of lover with the sensitivity. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: I'm laughing, and I'm thinking it's so similar to bombastic. Boombastic. Oh,
1: yeah. I think I'm doing it in a shaggier voice. No,
2: I'm not saying you're doing it bad. I'm saying someone needs to mash up (laughs) these songs. Mr. (laughs) Lova, Lova. That's the loving sound. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Well, we need to play it. That's how we'll end. And then you'll say, keep it crispy while it's playing. First, you're so funny. That's you always open for me in Boston. I wish you could be there this time, but it sounds like old Sully Pants will be great.
1: Oh yeah, because you're doing the uh, college, right? Yeah, that'll be fun. He's great. You'll you'll love him. I better. I'm just kidding. <laughs> better. Uh, Keep going. Dan Bulger, who was originally scheduled to do the gig <laughs> boom, boom. Dan Bulger, who was originally scheduled for the gig. Uh, the we did a roast of just some friends one time. And the best joke about him, who cause he dropped out on this cause he was double booked, was the joke. I uh, was the backstory. The joke was Dan Bulger is a great friend who would gladly take you all the way to Maine for a gig in Connecticut. Ha <laughs> ha
2: Ah, Which is funny. not my
1: joke. I think it was my friend Sean Donovan who wrote that. That's Different fantastic. Sean.
2: Fantastic, and he did double book. Yeah, he double. <laughs> I, I when, didn't feel that. No,
1: no, no. That. But when he did, when because he called me earlier that day, and then I got your email, and I hadn't heard him. He didn't leave a voicemail, and I was like, God damn it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's yeah! so funny. He's he's also. We'll do it wonderful. another time. Yeah, he's the best. I just kind of like hear this
0: song <laughs> for a second.
1: Mushroom <laughs> tip. so gross. <laughs> and she's singing this. My girlfriend is. Oh. Kung Fu grip. This song is gross. It's so gross. you just like please start speaking
2: Spanish? Took out my mushroom tip and it dripped. Oh, it's the grossest. Get your doctor to this look at your mushrooms. This is the
1: grossest song. Yeah.
2: There it is. Yeah. My level is a Sunday He does do shaggy. <laughs> and
1: they have a year. I remember this. And then he goes, but he did not get too oh, far. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like who didn't get far? Like, I'm, and I'm always like, I was a Spanish minor in college, yeah. so I know this whole song. Namo sun bebe. Yep, everybody <laughs> knows. Yeah. Every- that's probably the most application of my high school. my college minor. Yeah, yeah.
2: Was the song. If they told me when I started Spanish in high school, I would understand this song. Oh, I would have studied mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Will you? Say, keep it crispy. Thank you so much for doing Thank you it. For having me, Good man. luck with your book called You Blew It. You Blew It, and I just blew it because I tried to remember the name of it. Keep it crispy. <laughs> 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 you can just fade this out. <laughs> 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 I <It> did <just> fade. i so crispy. I'm
0: so crispy. My ice